farewell to ship. Bring the ship up to broadcast it. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What? Wow. This this feels good. Really? Like, comfortable. Like, this 7 o'clock thing? This... Ah, yeah, it, it feels like home. Wow, this is, this is like, you know, whenever you Take put on... Take your shoes off. I, I have, but whenever you put on a suit and it feels just, like, just right... Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, I could get used to this. What? what what's new? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am Al Hefe. That is J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as we like to refer to him, drunken driver. That, that's not me. I may have encountered one of those. but uh, Dubs was in a drunken driving accident, and obviously uh, I assumed he was the one drinking. No. Oh, you know I'm not a big drinker. We will get into that a little bit. But first, we are live, and we would love to hear from you. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. You can hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. That's Hideout Radio. Or you can go to hideoutradio.com. That will have all the information for you. Links, uh, links to MySpaces, links to videos. Yeah, if you click on the Hey Hideout portion on hideoutradio.com, you'll get a little jump start on this whole drunk driving thing that we're talking mm-hmm. about. And uh, Dubs is pending arrest. So we will get into that in just a little bit. I don't like the rumors you're starting right off the bat. You're starting some about 7 o'clock at things, and then you're starting others about me being a drunker. I didn't start that. I saw that on a very reputable website. Mm. Uh, all right, my friends. We are Hef and Dubs, and uh, we used to do uh, Saturday nights on JFK. And we're still here. I always kind of feel like we got to reintroduce mm-hmm. because so many people are constantly coming back. Even though I believe we are now three full months, are we? It's show 13. Oh, I guess so. And the only reason I know that is because we happen to keep our own little uh, uh, log yeah. log as far as uploading podcasts, which, by the way, have been updated. So you can go download those on WJFK.com. Uh, but we've worked here uh, before, uh, even full-time, late nights, 11 to 1, before going to Orlando on Real Radio 104.1. But we're excited to be here with you on Saturday night. And we're rolling until 7 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, I'm sorry. Uh, and there's a lot to be done uh, this evening, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> says we, he thinks we should go until 11. Um, What's this? Uh, that would be even more comfortable, like a yeah. nice pair of shoes. What's his obsession with 11 o'clock? He, he kept on saying he's got to call PD, see if we can go till 11. Why? Stop it. We have enough to do. We have to get up and work jobs in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are working stiffs just like you, so this yeah. hideout is uh, for you, by you. 
So we're very excited for you guys to be in here. It's a lot we said we wanted to get to, including something that bonded Dubs and I when we very first met. And that is women uh, looking like women when they're actually only 13 and 14. Yeah, and early, the, early growers, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, just um, girls who who bloom a little earlier than the rest. Right. And also, too, uh, like I said, Dubs is drunk driving. I was not drunk driving, and I don't want that rumor going around. We'll do a bunch of headlines as well. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of fun that we have uh, online for you tonight. Manny is back on the phones. Uh, we don't mess with him because I heard he was in the gang. So I'm a big supporter in whatever yeah. you want to do. Uh, I'm wearing my I Love MS-13 shirt right now. Well, I have it tattooed mm-hmm. on my lower back. so that, The old tramp stamp? Yeah, that's how far I go. So it's all cool. All right, so, Dubs, where do you begin? Uh, we would be remiss uh, without mentioning what has happened at WJFK. Yeah. It was, it's big moves. Big moves, waves throughout the industry. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this before we even get into it. Dubs and I, uh, obviously, radio files, and we, we say that uh, because we're, we're huge radio fans. We love the radio. We love talk radio. We love FM talk radio, and we've been doing it, you know, at essentially the two most, other than maybe L.A., but even then, it's L.A. It's all the way on the West Coast. Who cares? Yeah, it's not even America anymore at that point. We worked at the two biggest FM talkers in the nation in WJFK and Real Radio in Orlando. So, with that being said, you know, we're excited that there's still some beacon of hope when it comes to the this specific format. Mm-hmm. And JFK making huge, not only continuing to uh, forge through despite all the free FMs falling off, but uh, making moves and making gains. And we got to congratulate the boys, Big O and Dukes, for the big move going from nights to now middays. Uh, so it'll be the junkies uh, until ten in the morning. Then you got uh, Big O and Dukes till three. Mm-hmm. Then you got Don and Mike, and then you got Jim Rome for the latest at ten o'clock. Uh, followed by uh, the uh, Love Line. Oh, love Lines. I'm uh, gonna go at at ten. So that is awesome. That is a fantastic move. Uh, everyone knows that there are things going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but it's very interesting. <laughs> Just to give you a little bit about our lives, I'm sitting at my regular job during the week as a publicist, and then I begin to get all these emails, as I believe you did. Yes, I got many emails from uh, inside sources, uh, a lot of people in the industry, with the heading, congratulations. I'm like, what? what? Why are you congratulating me? And I open it up, congratulations on nights. Where? I sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sleep during them. Thank you. I'm watching The Biggest Loser. Um, and so there was a rumor put out, and I don't know what's up. Listen, I could not be any more honest with you. I have no idea what's what about anything in our future. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a specific rumor that could involve us in this station, which would be fantastic. We would love it. I would love to hear from a. An actual decision maker about that type of thing instead of, um, I don't know, Pinchy. But, uh, <laughs> right, from the from the radio boards. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I have not heard word one from anyone who means anything about making a decision at WJFK. Not that I'm not welcoming those calls and staring at my 
phone, caller ID at all hours of the day. Longingly. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm just getting this word. The soccer show is going to be on from 7 to 10, Monday through Friday, starting in April. Well, hey. they, they Better than unzip. Yeah, they put unzip there, so I can see them putting Punani in the soccer show right up front in the forefront. So, now, Punani, when you go out and do these uh, soccer remotes, do you just paint yourself up like a ball? I think that would be perfect for you. Just like uh, a checkerboard? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's whatever I can do to uh, promote the sport and uh, go forward. And people are reminded, if they are interested in the interview with head coach Tommy Soon, they All can right, go to WJFK.com. Right. Wonderful. Radio Roadblock. <laughs> so, nonetheless, um, that's just that. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people want to know where we stand. And we, uh, right now, are like... Uh, employment lines. Yeah. That's where we tend to stand. We, we're standing at the same place that we have been standing. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Do we want nights? Of course. I'm a little worried because I'm developing a an extreme following here in the Tampa Bay area on the AM dial as Dro Silva. Uh, as a that's a little far-fetched. And I don't know, you know, i got to weigh my options. I now have <laughs> options, and these are things that I have to uh, to worry about. Uh CK, what do I need to do to get this gig? I can drop dubs. That's no problem. I'm just saying now because you're listening. And you know what? If you want to go solo and just even have Dro Silva nights, I'm fine with that, too. We can do that. I'm ready to drop the Hefe and Dubs gimmick and roll on my own because splitting paychecks is a no fun. So now that we got all that out of the way, 800-636. You know I'm in the room. This isn't a private phone call. I feel like it's a one-on-one interview. Uh, let's go to Linda on line one, who's in Alexandria. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Linda. Hey, guys. I What's heard up? about you from one of my friends, and I want to ask you, how do you get into talk radio as a career? Yeah, I would <laughs> think it's better to go uh, into a hotel room alone with Kobe Bryant yeah. and take your chances with that <laughs> than going on a career in talk radio. Uh, you kind of have to stumble and do it at this point. Um, <laughs> there's really no stations out there other than JFK and a couple others that are doing at least FM talk radio. How are you? How old are you? 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah, you'd have better luck with John Mark Carr as far as having fun <laughs> than uh, doing talk radio. But email me anytime. <laughs> no, don't. Don't <laughs> Don't add them on MySpace. Hey, uh, best thing, uh, get into speech and debate and then mm. go try to get a college degree because when you get fired, it'll be good to have that college degree. Okay. That's honestly the best uh, that I could ever All online. Punai is going to give you my number. All right. Thank I'll you. I'll coach you personally. Thank you, Lynn. Sweetheart. 800-636-1067. Here's what's so interesting about all this. Mm. We were just about to start a bit. Because um, we're going to start doing this video blog for WJFK.com. Yeah. And you're just trying to have some 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 content to drive to the website. And so we thought it'd be a great idea while we have... Because it's always easier in radio, Linda, to get a job while you have a job. So we thought it'd be awesome to video blog for a job and, like, show you a behind-the-scenes process as far as gaining full-time employment. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that now. Why? Because... I have options. Dubs, on the other hand, doesn't. Dubs has his fingers crossed while I'm about to be maybe the biggest thing in Tampa Talk since Glenn Beck. But but I'm, I'm a little worried now about, you know, doing something like this and, you know, kind of blowing up my spot. Does that make sense to you? No, not at all. I don't know where Glenn Beck or Drew Silva or any of these hacks... Come into uh, <laughs> hey, that's me. Come into any kind of conversation on this show. 
right, so anyway, that's that. That's all essentially we can say because we wish we had a big announcement, mm. but we just don't yep. right now. Um, unless you want to move to Tampa and listen to my show there. Okay, so enough about that, J-Dubs. Yeah. Let us take the time to congratulate the, uh, the Terps for beating number one. Uh, Tar Heels, the number one Tar Heels. It was 82-80, a fantastic game. Setting up what I'm going to say is going to be upset weekend. This is the weekend that the Patriots go down. Oh, I hope you're right. I so hope you're right. Um, I don't think that they're going to go down just because I've thought so for so long they're going to go down, and it just hasn't happened yet. And it seems like they've already beaten the Chargers in the season, haven't they? Uh, I believe they played early in the season. Yeah, I don't see the Chargers beating the Patriots. I think it was like week two or three. Yeah, it was very early. It was was when the Patriots definitely were at their lowest. They weren't doing that well at the beginning of the season. But I don't see the uh, lowly Chargers rising to the occasion in Foxborough to win and go to the Super Bowl. Just not going to happen. I'm going to say LT is going to have 500 yards rushing. Is he even playing? I think he is. I don't know. He was hurt last week, so I don't know. No, I think he is He is going to play. Uh, Antonio Gates, questionable, and Philip River, Rivers. Actually, both of them listed as doubtful. Doubtful. But they're going to they're gonna make the attempt to mm. be able to play. So no upset as far as that goes. Is it even an upset if the Giants beat the That's Packers? a very even matchup. I think, uh, I, I, I think just as many people are expecting the... Giants to win as they're expecting the the Packers to win. As far as upsets go, a little bit, you know, not, yeah, at Lambeau and everything, but right. Uh, Hillary Clinton upsets Obama tonight in Nevada. As far as the Coxes go, upset weekend, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I want to label this as upset weekend. Is there any way that the bucket list upsets Cloverfield this weekend for the number one spot in the box office? It's possible. No way. Because I've heard a lot of people liking that stupid bucket list. And- I, you know, it's so funny because last weekend we talked about movies that make you cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, like It came up because a terrorist saw Top Gun yeah. and the scene where Goose died, he cried. Well, uh, and we talked about you know movies that can make a terrorist cry. Add the bucket list. Because I went to go see that. All Why would you go see the bucket list? All Because my girlfriend had to work and I she wouldn't let me go see Juno. You know what? I was about to agree with you that, you know, my girlfriend wanted to go. or I thought that's what you were going to say. But my girlfriend was at work, so I had to go see something alone. And you go see the bucket list? And were cried, you tucked the whole time? Cried like a baby. It was... Did you, did you uh, soak up those tears with a nice Tampax? It was sad. It was depressing. And it was inspiring all in the same moment. So that is one that I think you might want to add to that list of being able to make you cry. Now, Cloverfield, Mm. you and I have not seen this yet. Not yet. I was going to go today. Have you done everything in your power to avoid going online to find out what the monster is going to be? About a week ago, there was a spoiler alert on one of my, my prep sites that I go to, and they had a picture of it. I clicked on it to see the picture of the monster, and then I... Closed it before I looked at it because I want to see it. I want to see what everything's about on there, but I just didn't want to ruin it. I think it's going to be really good. I'm doing that thing like whenever I record, Mm -hmm. uh, because I like to DVR sports. I kind of have to. For instance, tonight I got to DVR the Maverick game on the NBA League Pass and just watch it sometime over the next week. So I have to avoid all scores, 
all anything. It's tough. And I'm doing everything possible to avoid anything online that might be Cloverfield because I don't want to get it ruined for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know like at, to what extent. I've made it to the point I'm going to see the 1250 show tomorrow. So I've got about... 17 hours to go. Mm. And now that I've said that, I know, yeah, I know some that's ass listener is going to call up and going to ruin it. All right, no phone calls tonight. <laughs> I know we... Listen, sometimes you have to go to extreme lengths to uh, to preserve your funness in a movie. And it's a very short movie. It's only 90 minutes long. I, don't even think, I think it's 85 minutes. Well, of course. How long is it going to take a monster to destroy New York City? You think it's going to take him days at a time? I would think that the, you could get at least two hours out of the whole thing. You need some backstory. You need some... Yeah, I I would imagine, but I guess not. All right, so we'll take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to get the show started. Uh, once again, Dubs and I met uh, and first bonded over a trip to a theme park in which we would look at all the hot chicks mm-hmm. and kind of, like, give them numbers until they turned around, and they literally had places when in their we, When we mean numbers, we mean rating them from 1 to 10. Right, exactly. And uh, we noticed this trend, what, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. And I think people have kind of... You know, overall, notice that you know children and girls are developing at a much earlier age. So why is it happening? Oh, and that sixteen-year-old just added me. See when she developed. All right, we'll stop it, dude. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We got the hideout headlines for you as well. Some good stuff in there. This is the big show, and we also got to talk about Dubs's car accident mm-hmm. and being hit by a drunk driver. How you feeling? Um, right now I'm right, I'm on I'm on some drugs right now, so I'm feeling all right, but I'm a little sore. I may need a back rub. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The hideout. The hideout. Yeah. Why you guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It's FN Dubs. We're live on our Saturday night if you want to hop in. 800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger Hideout Radio. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Also to the MySpace is myspace.com slash hideoutradio. And if you click on the blog there, you get a little sneak preview of what we're going to talk about here in about the next 35 minutes. And that's Dubs' drunk driving accident. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't like working with drunk drivers. That's why I've already put out that, you know. Well, you aren't. It wasn't me who was drunk. Looking for other hosts, possibly. Um, so, yeah, 800-636-1067. We were about to hop into the headlines. we got a guest coming up. Uh, but Cicada uh, wanted to talk to us really quickly. Cicada. Ah, the original fat baby alcoholic. Yeah, he was an intern. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. He started out helping us out on the show here when we came back to WJFK, mm-hmm. one of the comedy dumplings. Sid, you there? Uh, the one and only, Hefe Dubs, how you doing? What's up? Where you been? Uh, you know, uh, I'm with my friends. Um, 
Uh, with all your other writers, I'm not crossing the picket line. So that's what it is, huh? Yeah. Uh, it was funny. A couple weeks ago, I was listening to, um, I guess, Treehouse of Horror, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that, the Treehouse is what we call the hideout when I'm not here and Dubs hosts the show alone. Right. And um, fantastic calls, by the way, from Thank both you. Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert. And yes. Matt Albert, yeah. I mean, see, great. We, ha- we had a former team who used to work with us. I mean, a lot of you that listen to us in D.C., you'll wonder, where's your ex-producer, Tommy Bateman? Where's that intern you used to beat up on all the time, uh, Chunks Corolla? Where's that really fat, obese black guy that would call in all angry, Matt Albert? And then here's his, you know, his other half, Sid Cada. Um, so this is what this is. It's a writer's strike. Hey, you got to understand the four horsemen stick together. <laughs> all the women want to be with us. All the men want to be like us. But whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going a today. Because what happened is, for whatever reason, once we left Real Radio, our staff abandoned us. Literally abandoned us. And then mm-hmm. I think, and Sid came back and helped us. Then he disappeared, pretending like he's in school, like he can read and write. <laughs> and uh, I even thought, where is this kid? So I went to his MySpace, and I see a picture of what he's calling the Four Horsemen. And uh, they're all hanging out together, not contributing to the hideout anymore. Is that correct? Well, to be fair, we didn't abandon Dubs. We do love Dubs. And <laughs> that is true. I'll why, tell you why this. Why am I hated? If, if why, because I'm going to be the next Glenn Beck? If Dro Silva takes late nights, we'll be happy to take Dubs into the Four Horsemen. And yeah, we'll you guys can do a podcast of- together. Walk that out. All right. Sid, call back later on so we can get into this. We're up on a guest here in a bit. Uh, how dare you? I'll put you in the figure four. <laughs> I beat it. Thank you. There's the Kata. Dubs, I, let's do some headlines before I get all into it. Hideout headlines. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that show. What? Sounds like a fantastic lineup. I want to hear about this drogue guy. I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. It is the Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Dubs, you think we're in a, uh, I'm not going to say a depression, but a recession? Yeah, without a doubt. Well, President Bush is considering a $800 tax rebate to boost the U.S. economy. Good idea, well, bad idea. It really helped us out when he first took office of him handing out. $300 checks? Yeah, I, I don't like re-gifting. He, it seems like he's just coming up with the same gimmicks over and over and over again, and ones that didn't work. You know what it is? It's daddy trying to buy your love. Yeah, and it worked one time. I don't see it working again. I think the we have a war to pay for. We have uh, we have jobs to create. We have roads to fix. We have bridges that are falling apart. I don't think everybody getting a foot massager is really what we need right now. I'm going to run right out with my $800 and buy me a Wii and a lot of meth so I can stay up for two weeks to play it. I say just bring on the Avon lady. Come on, Avon, I need some foot creams. Uh, But doesn't it seem like that odd... I need to exfoliate. That odd thing of daddy trying to buy your love, like, all right, listen, I know I was an awful father for Mm. the last eight years. Here's 800 bucks. And I don't mind that. When Daddy has it, I don't want to see Daddy going into the poorhouse because he wants to give me four hundred bucks, robbing it from some other place. Yeah, I mean, it's like Daddy putting everything on his credit card and then he can't pay child support. 
Boy, that sounds like you have a personal experience. Oh, now. yeah, without a doubt. Um, Speaking of that, if I do get this $800 check, which I'm pulling for, I'm, just, I'm not going to go spend it anywhere. I'm going to use it to pay off credit card debt. Uh, no, I, you got to spend it. It defeats the purpose of boosting the economy. Let's go on a cruise then. then it, it is the perfect way to give um, big corporations their money with give, by giving it to the lower level people. You're so right. It is a very odd thing of we're going to take the money from the government where you could use it and instead give it to corporations. You know it's just going to be bought. You know, People are going to buy lime green suits and spinners. It's all it's going to be spent on. It's going to be like that uh, Dave Chappelle bit. Yeah. Oh, uh, everyone all of a sudden has some money in their pocket and they're buying um, some ghetto fantastic things. All right. I feel validated because right here on WJFK in 2004, I literally lost my mind when W got reelected. I went crazy on the air that night. Uh, right here in the nation's capital because I knew what it was going to be like and I feel validated that right now the country is in such an awful place. <laughs> I have a problem with you saying that. I can't imagine being happy that anything poor is happening in America no matter how bad it makes someone else look. I would much rather not be validated and have a booming economy be winning the war, which we are doing better at right now. I just want to be right. And I <laughs> knew I, you I knew be, was going to be right. You want to be right at all costs. And I think the cost is too large right now to feel pride in being right at anything. But listen, I knew what was going to happen, and it has come to fruition. For example, there are Congratulations. People are suffering because of it. There are but I knew they were going to suffer, and they deserve it because they voted for him. And I'll even say this. The people who voted for him aren't suffering? Yes, they are. Trust me. All those hayseeds that got uh, duped once again in South Carolina and other crappy places where they're getting duped now, they absolutely fell for it. On the same token, too, this reminds me of I see people and I see through them and I see that they're no talents and I know that they're going to fall off. President Bush has now joined that esteemed uh, hall of shame that includes Fred Durst. Here was a guy that was on top of the world, at one point easily the biggest rock star in the world, Without and now he is nowhere. He's not even, is he even on one of these bad celebrity uh, his, rehabs or anything? His last album didn't even sell 100,000. So there you are, W. You're right there with Durst. You're right there with uh, Scott Stapp. Yeah, Scott Stapp's Creed. another one. And he thought, you know what? I don't even need Creed. I'm the next Jim Morrison. I can go out there and do whatever I want alone. And, yeah, he, he fell off and did nothing. And we all know what we're talking about here. 800-636-1067. You see these people. You see them on top of the world. You know it's gonna. You know that it's not going to go well for them and I, at I'm, some point down the line. I don't know if you have anybody you want to speculate that's going to happen to in the future, but I see this Joe Silva falling off much like the rest of these people. I see him well, you know, being already all, did. Being so why not try flipping it? I see Joe Silva being a little high on the hog right now, but I say in six or seven months, AM radio is going to forget him. The signal's going to die at six o'clock. Also, too, Britney Spears is one of those that we all waited for the day that it was going to come tumbling down. And guess what? Mm. It has. And you know what? I thought it was going to be much different with Britney, though. I thought she was going to get real fat, which happened. She did get chunky. But I thought she was going to do some uh, nude spreads, and then then that was going to be her downfall. People were going to really see what she looked like naked and just 
be disgusted with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to be the kids and the poor mothering that took her down. Um, so once again, I feel validated. It's just too bad the country's in the toilet. But I told you so. Speaking of toilets, product alert. Soon there will be a toilet for two. I love toilet. What is this exactly, Dubs? You found well, it, it, it's kind of shaped like a heart, which is kind of odd. And it's a toilet, a turlet that you can, you and your lover can share. If you guys both need to use the commode, you sit kind of uh, hip to hip. Stop it. And there you go. You uh, Are people really buying these things? Um, they just hit the market. I don't know if they're flying off the shelves, but yeah, they've sold. And they are talking about this is a way that possibly divorce rates can be curbed because they're near 50%. I don't know. I, have you ever had a chick that was into you watching her go to the bathroom? No. Be, because Only online. <laughs> that was always my thing that I would... Uh, what? But not that I would enjoy her get sexually aroused from it but after a few months of dating a chick or open and just uh put my put my uh elbow on the door jam and go hey how's the pooping how's that going for you working out well mm. uh eight, and then they just start yelling get out leave me alone and this is the girl that left you for another guy yeah uh among others i've done this to more than one chick um but the, the, the oddest thing is to see someone in the middle of their ritual. Because most people have a ritual while they're doing that action. So I, I would kick the door open. She would have a candle lit and, and the uh, sink going. And the sink going so no one could hear the plops. <laughs> all right, all right. Where are you getting a little too far there? 800 <laughs> I don't mean to be graphic, but... Yeah. Uh, I couldn't do this because the other night when we were going to bed, uh, my girlfriend farted. Yeah. And man, um, huh? no, cleared the room. <laughs> I mean, I've never smelled anything like that before. It was. Uh, it was good for her. Yeah, it was really, really disturbing. Um, I think this is actually better for buddies and roommates. No, like that's you and the I. The gayest thing ever. <laughs> no, I'm no, not no. pooping back to back. I think if you and I were like, you know, just kind of hanging out, because we could do show prep. Because one of the things we're going to start video blogging on WJFK.com is our show prep. I'd like a desk in there to go with this heart-shaped toilet and a microphone or something. I have a slogan for them, too. Hmm. Uh, families that poop together stay together. Hmm. And that's the truth. A mother-daughter combo would be nice. Stop it. What's wrong with you? You're very shock jockey today. It's the pills talking. It's the pain pills. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, my apologies, and I don't want to uh, get Pain pills are shock jocks. I uh, don't want to get you out of line mm -hmm. there. Um, rubber testicles may get bounced. And actually, we saw some of these on the way in today. I don't know if anyone's seen this along the way, but there is, uh, apparently you can put human genitalia. Rubber ones. Yeah. They look like human genitalia. Like, uh, on your on, on your cars. Yeah. You, you know where the toe uh, ball usually is? Like right there at the middle in the back of your car? You can hang rubber uh, testicles from the back of your car. So I guess it shows that that 
car has balls. You know, like it's a it's a mean machine. Right, and so in Virginia, uh, you got a state delegate who is not very excited about this. He has in, he has introduced a bill that's going to ban the display of these and could cause a maximum of a two hundred fifty dollar fine. Now, listen, I, I would I would understand if. Mechanics were getting pissed at this because they slide underneath <laughs> there and they slide back out and they get these rubber things right to the chin. But I don't see where this this delegate or senator or whoever he is gets pissed <laughs> off over a couple rubber things hanging from the back of a car. The idea came from a constituent whose young daughter spotted an example of the tail hitch ornament and asked her father to explain it. The constituent said, I didn't know what to tell her. So, Just tell her there are rubber things hanging from the back of a car. Why do you have to know? What? Why be so nosy, girl? Uh, see, that's the thing, though. Because you cannot have a grown-up conversation with your child, you have to punish mm-hmm. uh, this awful, dirty human being who feels the need to decorate their car. So the daughter didn't know what they were. He ha- she has to explain it, you know, and... Uh, you don't even have to tell her what they really are. All he has to do is say, hey, look at the... Y- you know that silhouette you see Stop opening up the Stop door at the middle of the night? All right, enough. 800-636-1067. Seriously, dude. Mm-hmm. Chuck Chuck. What is it? Is it really the pills? I think so. Chill out a little <laughs> bit. I know you got hit in a car accident. We're going to talk about it a little later on. Whatever dope they have you on uh, has you thinking we're on uh, podcasts, <laughs> which could very easily happen again if you don't <laughs> chill out over there. So, but here's my whole my whole thing about this is that you can't have a conversation of, uh, honey, that's a loser who has no taste mm-hmm. and thinks it would be funny to put a pair of reproductive organs uh, on the back of his car. That's it. I that's th- the conversation. That's I, all you got to say. I think that's funny in your first car, like when you're 16. Right. You know? After that, if I see some 28-year-old douche walking around with those things on the back of his car, it, it's not funny. It's, it's like a novelty T-shirt. It's just not funny. So what are you going to go do now? Are you going to go around, and if you see any bulls around town, are you going to castrate them? Just uh, If there are any animals that aren't spayed or neutered, are you going to go ahead and, you know, cut them out? I mean, what are you going to do? Just... If you can't have it on a car, are you going to just start cutting off everything else that has a sack? I think it's more of them being fake, you know. I Then what's even more so? What's the point? Now, if these people were creative at all, they were they would replace the hood ornament with a, you know, a marital aid, and then they'd have the full thing going from back to front. I just I just hate that everything is for the children. So that's why the good news could be that they're not being children anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs, live with you, uh, 800-636-1067, as we do the Hideout headlines. And one of the biggies that popped earlier this week, Dubs, was a girl in England who began to go through puberty at the age of three. Ouch. Uh, you would think that would hurt a bit, too. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that uh, probably stuff starts growing too fast for that little body. Right. And, yeah, stuff stretching that shouldn't be stretching uh, at that point. Let's bring David Sandoval into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. He's written a book called The Green Foods Bible, also has a website called phporder.com. David, you're talking to Hefe and Dubs. How are you? Hey, David. 
How you doing, fellas? We're fantastic. So we're talking about this story about the girl at the age of three who began to hit puberty. This happened over in England. And one of the things that's interesting uh, that even bonded Dubs and myself early on in our careers about eight years ago when we were up in Michigan is we... We would like we went to a theme park together. So yeah, we went to uh, Cedar Point, which is a lot like King's Dominion or Six Flags or something yeah. like that. And we were walking around, and you know, we were looking at what we thought were hot women from behind, and even like rating them on numbers and stuff. Yeah, we'd be like fifteen feet behind them, and we'd we'd see them. They'd look really hot. They'd look stacked. And I everything. get the picture. Yeah. And then they turn around, and like seriously, to our shock. Just braces and, you know, just 12 years old, probably 13 years old. And it was a very, like, we were honestly disturbed. And at that point, we were 19, 20 years old. And I think it began to really hit us at that point. And we really have noticed over the eight years that... It keeps on getting worse. That kids seem to be developing at an earlier and earlier age. Is this happening for real? Oh, it's unbelievable. I teach um, volleyball to young ladies, and I was teaching, you know, in the fifth grade, in the sixth grade, and then mm -hmm. one year they came back to seventh grade, and I said, wait a minute, you know, what happened? You all, you know, big changes. And, and so I began to research that a little bit myself, and that's when I discovered what was called precocious puberty. It sounds crazy, I know, it sounds sort of weird, but medically it's called precocious puberty, and what that means is that women, uh, or excuse me, little girls, are becoming women, hormonally speaking, as early. Now, wait till you hear the statistics. In, in, uh, in African-American girls, one out of every two is hitting puberty by the age of eight. Damn. And And in Caucasian girls, it's one in every seven are developing pubic hair and breasts by the age of eight years old. Now, to put that in perspective, historically speaking, that is way out of whack, way out of whack. Typically, this happens between 13, 12, maybe, 13, 14 years old. So we're talking about evidence that is now scientifically proven that this exists. And so, yes, it, there are some implications we need to be concerned about. But mentally, it's not sped up at all. It's just the uh, physical I bodily... I think we're even getting dumber. Like, they're not even growing up until... I mean, I, I'm 29. I don't think I grew up until this last year. So that's even <laughs> some kind of big, longer adolescence gap right there Talk. that people are living in. And it used to be shorter and, I don't know, probably safer at one point. You would think. Talking to David Sandoval, written the book, The Green Foods Bible, phporder.com, here in the hideout. All right, so Dubs and I noticed this. And we're and I think everyone overall has noticed, all right, these girls, are they're developing into women way earlier than they were. Why is it? Why, David? Okay, well, there's... There's, uh, I would say, the four most likely causes are a hormone called RBGH. Um, it mimics the hormone. Day rape drug. Yeah, it, it basically is a hormone that they put into dairy cows. Mm. And the, the milk and the meat of dairy cows it. then gets into our bodies and makes us develop more and faster than we otherwise would, especially if you're young and in that developmental stage. When women don't breastfeed, they give their baby uh, what is called formula. Now, that formula is made out of soy, and soy has things that mimic hormones. They're called phytoestrogens, and phyto is a Greek word for plant. So they're plant estrogens that mimic human estrogens again. And then the endocrine stimulators that are found in, in cows themselves cause it. Let's say that you eat beef. Mm -hmm. Well, a cow will grow to be full size in six months because of what's in the milk of the mother. 
the mother's milk stimulates the cow to get really big really fast so that they're big animals. They won't be eaten as easily by predators. However, humans are supposed to develop over some 20 years to full adult size. And so six months versus 20 years, the endocrine stimulators. And then the final thing are what are called xenoestrogens. These are funny names, I know. But xenoestrogens are chemical fertilizers and pesticides that trigger the body into an estrogenic production reaction. And so those are definitely uh, the reason scientifically that we could show this is happening. See, here's what's so interesting. I knew it was happening. Like, I, I just, Dubs and I had seen it. We used to go to the um, Fair Oaks Mall all the time. Yep. And, 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 and again, not being dirty, but literally like... No, just being like a, It was like almost a social experiment, you know, of just watching and looking. Anthropologically. And then, of course, too, <laughs> there are all sorts of weird, like, there's no, there's, there's blowback to this. You know, if, if, if quote-unquote, children are oh, developing is. younger, you know, it obviously, you know, it, it, it hurts them because... You hear it all the time about these young chicks that are able to get into clubs and stuff, and then bad things happening. Dubs, you have a question for Dan? Well, actually, I have a solution to all this. Mm. Cloned meat. I think <laughs> I think the cloned meat they're pushing out right now will fix everything. We aren't going to be dealing with all these hormones. What do you think about the clone meat while we got you, David, really quickly? Well, here here's the problem is that, I mean... Quite seriously, and I know this isn't always a very serious show, we've got to be careful. I mean, I've seen some horror stories happen with genetically modified organisms when they told us there was no problem with that. I've seen some horror stories happen in the agricultural field just because they eliminated certain types of foods. And then when they were with their pest, you know, pestilence, those crops are wiped out completely. So I always worry when you make all your cows the same. What if one thing kills that one cow and all of a sudden... All the cows die because all the cows are exactly the same. It's a very dangerous place to go. I'm not saying that I could point to the danger. I'm just telling you, man, it's scary. Yeah, you have to think of everything involved. Now, I I know this isn't your area of expertise, but while we're on it, um, I don't know if you saw us this week, Cafe. There were uh, two cloned embryos, human babies, this week. Uh, oh, yeah, I did see where some guy decided that he was going to clone And he, he was successfully cloned them. And immediately after he proved it, killed him. They died. Well, yeah. well I, I, I think with America, with American Gladiators out there, I think we got our new reality show to follow up. <laughs> that's that's new on NBC. Yeah, it's you know here's what's funny too because I know, I saw the book and it looks like a very good book. The Green Foods Diet. I actually had a um a green, I'm sorry the Green Foods Bible. I uh, I had a shot of wheatgrass this morning. Just really quickly, like it, do we need to get away from all this processed stuff and start eating green foods? Is that really the the main thing? That kinda, yeah. Well, all I all I could say is that I what I did is I tracked sort of like anthropologically what humans ate, and as far back as I could go, forty thousand years, it was pretty much the same until mm. about sixty or seventy or eighty years ago. I wouldn't even go back that far. Fifty years ago, the way that humans ate in our country anyway changed more dramatically than it ever has in history unless there was some famine where there just wasn't any food and as a result of that our health has taken a dive i mean we've got unprecedented levels of every known disease that just didn't exist a hundred years ago and the foods changed and so what i did is i did some research extensive research and i linked the two and there's no doubt that the problems we're having with our health are because of the food. In my book, it has a funny name. I know the Green Food Bible. That's what the that's what the uh, publisher decided to call it. 
in my book, you're going to find out how you could live a long life and avoid all these problems, health problems that people are suffering from today. And the reason why? So you could have fun. What better reason? I mean, when you're not healthy, you're not having fun. The last time I had a cold and I had to stay home from work, yeah, I got to watch some TV, but my head was pounding and I kept running to the bathroom. There's nothing better than being healthy. Yeah, you want to be old. You want to be able to still be having sex. You know, you, you want to actually right. be able to live. Hey, thank David Sandoval, the Green Foods Bible, phporder.com is the website to go. I'm a, you know, I'm a personal trainer and sports nutritionist, and I've kind of gotten into all this stuff, and I knew it, dude. Uh, thank you, David, uh, for yeah, coming thank in. thank you, David. I knew All the it. best, fellas. Keep up the good work. Thanks. I knew that as we saw these chicks develop earlier and earlier, it has to be linked to the diets. You know what I mean? Like, just the stuff that they're eating and all the hormones. I don't know what he was saying, but all that hormone stuff makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that, that was one of the... And I guess I never thought of it in, you know, like cow milk. It's very odd that we drink another animal's milk, for one thing. I always thought it was the... The steroids used in the chicken and everything. I thought that made more sense. But the milk, there is uh, a lot of truth to that. I mean, no other animal drinks another animal's milk. When I have a baby and if I have a little girl... You're going to milk it yourself. No. Those feeders you have. <laughs> the only way she's eating is in the backyard. She's going to graze like a cow. Because I don't want her developing till she's 20. Because I'm sure that won't have any sort of mental blowback either. <laughs> have you noticed, too, that, like, you can't, you have to develop kind of right at the perfect age. Because if you develop late in mm. life, like 17, then it really messes with your head. And high school's awful. Oh, yeah. But if you develop at the age of 11 or 10, if there are girls, little girls in Southeast that are developing at 8, uh, you know how horrible it is where they're becoming sexualized so young. But you are very popular in school. You're I, getting I, free I, ice cream. Well, the, I, I'm not kidding either. You know the girls that developed earlier were a little more popular than the ones who took a while. What? So I think uh, I don't think it's as demonized at, for the kids as maybe adults looking at it and saying, "Wow, this isn't good." Do you remember when you very first got your first hair? Yeah, um, I remember. Uh, I, was, I can't remember how old I was, probably like 10 or 11. And uh, I remember finding it and being like, wow, this is great. This is the greatest thing ever could happen to me. Because you want to kind of become a man. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to become a man. And uh, I remember like for three or four weeks, it was just that one, that one lonely <laughs> uh, hair. That, so I was afraid of pulling it out or, you know, messing with it at all because... Somewhere in my convoluted psyche, I thought, you know, if something happens to this one, no other ones are growing in. So like it's the last tree on earth. Yeah. So I just, uh, I, I, I remember combing it, uh, <laughs> taking care of it, braiding it. Yeah, just making sure like I nurtured it. Yeah, making sure I nurtured it. Shut up. I swear to God, I did You're everything. Not comb it. Yes, I did everything I to make sure it was completely safe. Uh, did you use uh, shampoo and conditioner in one, or was that too no, dangerous? No, I didn't use anything on that whole area because I was afraid what kind of uh, chemicals were in my shampoo or soap or anything would damage and dry out. I, I'm a hairy guy, mm -hmm. so it's it was interesting because, like, like, right now, I don't remember a time when I didn't have hair on my body. Really? But as a teenager, I also, too, don't remember being hairy. It, like, it's almost like Teen Wolf. Like, overnight, sometime in college, 
I turned into this bear where I have hair now everywhere in my body. And if I could go back to being hairless, I would. I would gladly go back to prepubescent so time. One day you were hairless, the next day you're van surfing. You're just... <laughs> it had to be, and I could slam dunk. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but yeah. Give me a keg of beer. It was very, very, um, I don't know, I just don't remember when that transition happened. Mm. Like, do you remember when you first get hair, in your, styles. Your hair in your armpits? In, yeah, that one actually took me a long time to get. I think I was 15 by the time I got hair pit arm. Um, armpit hair. The other thing, too, is, yeah, whatever, it's all the same. Yeah. It might as well be a hair pit. What else is it good for? Uh, I look at my little brothers, too, who mm. are 17 and who are 13 and 14. And I look at them and I think, oh, jeez. Are they like... Do you feel bad for them? Yeah. I, and I, I'm like, what are they going through? Are they like I was growing up where my whole my whole life was to punch the clown at a in a different room and in a different place uh, everywhere all over Texas? It's so odd the disconnect I feel towards like my little brother who's 16 right now. I remember being he 16. He sex. Yeah, I remember being 16... And thinking, you know what, I, I'm never going to forget my roots kind. I'm, I'm always going to remember what it was like to be this age and, you know, do the things I do right now. Can't even relate with it now. I can't remember how I made it through day-to-day -day life. I can't remember what was fun for me, what you, wasn't. You remember when you, were, when you were 16 years old and you would lie down and you would just, you would just dream about what it felt like to be with a woman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, like you would, you would be like, dude, I can't wait to get married because I'm gonna have sex all the time, and you would like you would stay up and you would dial a, uh, on three way and you would try to talk to chicks. I remember having this thought constantly: How am I gonna fool a woman into sleeping with me? Because no woman will do it without being tricked. There's no or there's, drugged. Yeah, there's nothing that I can offer a woman that would make her want to sleep with me without me tricking her. That's how low self-esteem I had at the time. So yeah, I I do remember that part of my life just laying there thinking of nothing but sex and thinking, you know what? If I have it once, I'll be happy. The rest of my life, I'll be happy. I'll I'll be able to dime out on that story. And then I get married, and I'm thinking of ways not to have sex. Yep. It's so odd. And right now, I'm with a girlfriend. We have a great sex life, and you know we you know we sleep together and we kind of snuggle together. Ugh. I know it's kind of uh, I'll be honest, uh, fruity, mm -hmm. but it's still not the same. Where when you're 16 years old, you're like, dude, if I ever get a chick to ever sleep with me in bed, I'm always going to be touching her and groping her. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to always take her panties with me or in a pocket. And uh, all right, now you're going far. That way I can sniff them whenever <laughs> I'm at the gym. It'll motivate me. Whatever. That's just what I do. But you remember those times growing up? Whereas Aunt Jemima would do rag all the time? Yeah. Just sitting there with those pink bloomers on your head? And just one little red spot. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Why well, steal those ones? Because <laughs> plenty good ones. I have a big head. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Dubs uh, and his drunken driving accident and why I have to give him a ride around town now. And also, too, if you want a little sneak peek speak uh, at the video blog, mm. myspace.com slash hideoutradio in the blog section right there. And you can see the video and the audio that we're about to play for you. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're in the Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The Hideout. 
Hideout with El Jefe and Jay Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other is screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, rolling until 10 o'clock this evening. Join us, 800-636-1067. Hideoutradio.com is the website and the AOL Instant Messenger name. You can hit us up anytime on that. That's Hideout Radio. Also, too, on Hideoutradio.com, if you click on the Hey Hideout portion of the Hideout compound Mm -hmm. there on the website, that'll take you to the blog section and the links for the video blogs. Uh, concerning what we are just about to talk about. Um, already did some of the headlines, talked about the rumors, and congratulated Big O and Dukes on the move to middays at WJFK. Remarkable to think that in WJFK's history, this is the first time it has been completely live from 6A to 7P. Wow, I never even thought of that. And then you think about it, amazing. it's also live and local. Yeah. I mean, I know Don and Mike nationally syndicated, but in a sense... Yeah, they're local, though. I mean, that... It bear a DC show. Yeah, so it's a uh, very, very, um, very, very cool. And congratulations to CK for being able to make all that happen. <coughs> all right, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Also on wjfk.com, and we're about to go start getting a lot more stuff uh, put up on the website. Mm-hmm. You can download the podcasts of the show. It's Saturday night. We understand a lot of people are not able to listen live on a Saturday night. We've done this shift before, yeah. and we know how it goes. Uh, many of you are on your way out to go and uh, you know Drink, party. Do whatever you want to do on these Saturday nights. It's your big free night of the week. so, so Do enjoy it. Uh, but when you listen to the podcast, and those of you that have, uh, the first hour of last week's show was incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I presented J-Dubs with a bill uh, for services rendered because uh, Dubs had... Now you make it sound like sexual favors. Because That's Dub- why you're right on a hooker check. Services rendered. Dubs had been a poor roommate and his dog had... Um, in fact, I got the bill right here in front of me uh, as I uh, open it up on my email. Mm. Uh, dog Cody steals food off the stove again, $20. Uh, all doors left unlocked, $20. Three back doors left unlocked, that's $15. And bathroom breaks for the dog, because I have to take care of Dubs' dog because he neglects her. I do not. $2 per break. I took her out six times. It was a total of $12. Grand total, $67, which I have not been paid for yet. So the 10% penalty applies. So now the, I get to do the math, but that's like seven, $6.70 or something. Well, I mean, I think, uh, and this is a normal stipulation in, uh, in contracts, in the event of a horrific accident, I'm given six months grace period. Well, I don't know about six months grace period, but I didn't want to go ahead and present you with this week's bill. There's no bill for this week. There you is. do anything. Uh, and I'd like you to go ahead and read that one off, too. All right. To the listening public. Because Dubs and I, by the way, if you don't know... In addition to being co-hosts with each other, we're also roommates. And Dubs is the third wheel in my life with my girlfriend. So, All right, these are... 
getting quite ridiculous. Phone call after 10 p.m. Because many of you don't. I'm a publicist during the week, and I have to get up at 5.30 in the morning, so I go to bed around 9, 9.30. And this happened on uh, the 16th, which was Wednesday, or early Thursday morning, because I right. called you at, what, quarter after 12? Uh, it was more like 12.50, but okay. <laughs> 12.50. Uh, call after 10 p.m., $20. See, my sleep is very important to me, and as my roommate, I need you to respect my sleep time. So that's... Rose t- Silva's a prick. Uh, <laughs> ride to the clinic plus snacks, which I had to wait till after you got done eating dinner to go to the clinic, so... And we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, $35. Well, when I was fully prepared to pay for my own snacks, he said, no, bro, I got it. It isn't the snacks so much. It's the ride to the clinic. I asked just to borrow your car. Get, well, you just got in a car accident drinking Wasn't and my driving. Fault. And also, too, by the way, gas is expensive. So let's not pretend True. here that uh, all of a sudden you know, I'm made of money. Because I'm not like you, and you're about to get, you know, this big payday of yours. I'm not going to get any kind of payday, and I'm not paying you. Bathroom breaks for the dog, $2 per break. You took her out three times, $6. Mm-hmm. I, and I would I could have made... What the hell is... Hold on a second. I could have made... I could have made more money there, but I decided I didn't want to overcharge you this week, so I just let her sit there and not go to the bathroom. You're welcome. <laughs> And I don't know what this one is. Listening surcharge, $13. Because I had to listen to you all week about how I got hit by a drunk driver. Wah, wah, wah. And, again, my time is important. So, last week's bill came to $74. This week, and, by the way, I'd like to show you here. It is uh, 1249 you called me. I just looked it up on my phone. That must have been the second call because I called you twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, last week's bill seventy four dollars. This week's bill sixty seven dollars plus the six dollars seventy cent late charge, and subtotal of four uh, one hundred forty seven dollars and seventy cents plus tip and total, which I do not plan on paying any of those because you don't take credit. <clears throat> I will if you give me your credit card. I'll go charge up one hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff, and then I'll. <laughs> and then I'll mark it as stolen and watch your... <laughs> so, once again, I, that is payable by next Saturday. You can rip it up all you want. It's still a legal binding document. It most certainly is not. You printed it off of Word. <laughs> but I emailed it to us. I don't care. And whatever it doesn't go- make it legal. Whatever goes through Google is obviously time-stamped and therefore a legal binding document. You need a notary on it or something. Well, I'm one of those, too. <laughs> You're not. Well, I'm going to be. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you start making a little extra money for me? By next Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you owe me now up to $150. But why did you call me after hours? What was so important? Um, I didn't know how I was going to get home on Wednesday night. Uh, I thought maybe I was going to get a ride from a friend. But what happened Wednesday night was I was driving home from uh, my second job. And uh, I'm away home. Uh, I'm on a three-lane road. Left lane for left-hand turns only. And then the two to the right of it are straightforward lanes. Now, is this explained in the video blog? Do you remember? I do not believe so. Okay, cool. So, I'm driving down that road, and next to me, to the right of me, is a big black Escalade. We're both going, I'm probably going 35 miles an hour, he's probably going 40. So, you're speeding? No. 
it's a 45 mile an hour road, so I'm going actually much slower than what the speed limit was. Because you've been drinking. No. Um, he's going about five miles per hour faster than me. Uh, we're going, we're heading up to an intersection, a pretty major one on this road. And him in the right lane decides that he wants to turn left at the road. And to turn left at this road, he has to go through me. So so he, you refuse to give him the right of way? No, there was no right of way to give because he did not have the right of way. Uh, it's raining as well uh, to help you paint the picture at all. Uh, he turns left right in front of me. I buckle on my brakes. Since it's raining, doesn't do a whole hell of a lot. Because you're speeding. <laughs> no, I'm going much under the speed limit. Uh, so I T-bone him going about 30 miles an hour. Wow, so it's your fault no. you T-bone the guy. No. And on top of that, uh, he decides that he's going to try to uh, flee the accident and try to get away. Luckily, there was a few witnesses, one of which were in a car and were following him on the phone with the cops. So, really? Yeah, they called the cops, and they were uh, following this guy until the cops caught up and got to him. Another um, witness was just someone standing on the street, and this person was kind enough to come up and uh, ask me how I was doing. This person was a tranny. <laughs> so I had this, uh, so this obviously six foot three black tranny run up to me and, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. And then 30 seconds later, the cops pull up and as mysteriously as she showed up, she disappeared like a, like a unicorn. So she's like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, there to make sure that you're okay, and then she mm -hmm. takes off. Training Jesus came up and uh, checked on me, which I do appreciate. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm half A. That's Dubs, who uh, was drunk and driving, T-boned a car. Uh, I was not drunk. in the rain. I was not drunk. He was drunk. He got arrested. I wish you'd learn to turn us to tell a story. So you then... Paid off the witness? No, I didn't pay off any witness. This sounds like a classic car insurance scam. No, no, I did not pay off a witness. I, uh, I've had trouble with the car insurance up until yesterday. They got finally got me a uh, car, a rental car. Um, I was without a car for a day, and I finally went to the doctors today. We're gonna listen to my first uh, um, trip to the doctors in a second year, but I finally. I uh, was able to get into a doctor's office now, today. Now, when you were going 35, 40 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. In a 45-mile-an-hour zone, yeah. And you get hit. Does life really slow down for you? Yeah, it did slow down. Uh, like, I was just thinking, this guy isn't actually doing this. He isn't actually trying to pull this off because there's no way. There was literally feet of uh, distance between us. I don't care how drunk I've been. I've never thought I'd be able to pull off that move. And obviously he couldn't pull off that move because I hit him basically square in the driver's side door. Wow. Yeah. And he, so it was your fault? No. It was completely his fault. He was arrested. And uh, the, the odd thing about it was he was not in uh, on the insurance that was uh, held for that car. Now, how much money do you think you're going to make off of this? I don't know if I'm going to make any off of it. Uh, but you've had people tell you that. Oh they yeah, I've had I've had plenty of people tell me of like, oh yeah, this happened to me. I've only I only had to get a couple stitches, and I got seventy thousand dollars. Dude, I'm, you're I'm, gonna get a hundred thousand dollars for this because you hurt your shoulder, right? Well, I 
Do you want me to give the details of what happened to my shoulder? Or do okay. We, well, do we want to talk? Do we want to play the video blogs first? Yeah, let's first. play the video blogs, and then I'll tell you what the injury is. Okay. Um, uh, if you go to hideoutradio.com and click on Hey Hideout, you can actually see the video blog of part of what I charge dubs for, the $35 trip to the clinic. This, however... You offered this. ...is the audio... You can't charge me for stuff you offer me. ...of that. Hideout Download. Hi. This is a video blog. I'm J-Dubs. And we're going to the uh, walking clinic. I would go to the hospital. <laughs> Those are way too expensive. So, uh, last night, I was... I can't really call it hit by a drunk driver. Because you hit... I hit a drunk driver who was driving erratically. So it was his fault. And then he tried to run... And then he got arrested. But why we're going to the clinic a full day later is I've been sitting home all day. My neck and arm hurt because when I got into the accident, I was wearing my seatbelt, but the top didn't loosen up. I didn't stiffen up, so it was really loose, and I flew like this. And if it, and if you were able to look at the blog, the uh, steering wheel. Yeah, and my shoulder and neck shoulder. hit the steering wheel. I woke up today. Neck and shoulder pretty sore. Fingertips numb. And now I am going to get it checked out because, with my luck, I've already waited too long. And I will have some kind of pinched nerve that won't ever go away and won't be covered by anybody's insurance. Now, just for the court records, I want mm. to let people know that Dub slipped and fell at home. I did not. Don't even stairs. start that crap. Because Don't even start that. I did not. Uh, let's go to Pedro on line two. You're in the hideout on JFK. Pedro. You there, Pedro? I'm here. Can you, can you right. hear me? Yeah, we got you. All right, cool. Hey, I want to ask uh, Eddie Murphy J. Dubs over there when he was patrolling looking for some trannies. <laughs> I wasn't patrolling for trannies. It's not Craigslist. It's odd how one all of a sudden showed up out of nowhere. Uh, you know, I tell you, it, it is fate. And if uh, there weren't cops rushing to the scene, I might have taken her up on some kind of offer. But was the cop like, uh, in, like in a pickle? Like he didn't know who to, to investigate the drunk driver or the guy driving the green rapist van? <laughs> <laughs> That's Dubs' car, by the way. Yeah, it, it, what I was driving was a big van, big conversion van. Um, cool. And what, what I hit was a uh, huge Escalade. So it's like two tanks hitting each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. that's why everybody's like, how did that guy drive one off? Tank, one tank is valued at $500, and the other <laughs> tank is worth over. That's so true. All right, thank you, Pedro. Well, 800-636-1067. By the way, uh, Pedro Lima will be taking part of a podcast in the coming weeks with uh, Drew Garabo, former uh, morning guy over in Orlando that we had Radio Wars with. Uh, but Drew said he is going to come on our show sometime. Maybe we'll have to do a uh, podcast because he's busy on Saturday nights. Uh, but we'll be talking with him. I'm sure a lot of people from Orlando would uh, be interested in hearing that. Even throughout the industry, too. Hey, let me ask you, because I know Pedro didn't get a chance to get to it. Mm -hmm. um, all the bodies of the preteens that you had in your car, <laughs> did the cops ask you any questions Nothing of those? Nothing jarred loose. Okay, just wondering. All right, let's get back to the hideout download of Dub's video blog, which you can see on hideoutradio.com. Click on Hey Hideout. Hideout download. Especially mine that I don't have. So, how many hours has it been? Um, it has been. It was 
last night at 12.30. Right now it is 7.50, so it's been 19 and a half hours. What'd you do for most of the day? Um, laid around, called insurance people, um, fielded emails from people congratulating me on a job I don't think we got. <laughs> More on that later. Yes, it's been weird for some about it. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And then I went to go have lunch, and there was a clinic right next to there. But as my luck has it, it closed at 5.30. I got there at 5.40. So now we're driving to a clinic. Do you consider yourself lucky to be alive? No, because most people will be able to walk out of that thing with no problem whatsoever. It wasn't... It, it looked bad, but I... I didn't really hit anything or hurt anything that bad. I mean, football players hit their shoulders harder than I hit mine basically every day. But they have muscles, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very bony, um, uh, sparrow-like. Girly? No, I'm not girly. Quite manly. Men have voluptuous hips, don't they? And puffy nipples? Mm-hmm. Because men have that. I'm very manly. Wow. Mm-hmm. You can so, you can tell like you're out of it. Yeah. Oh, I've I've been out of it basically all week. So, Dubs, as you're there and you're going through all this, mm-hmm. um, and you're are you excited then to get to the clinic because you're you're in pain? Yeah. I was very excited to get there. We pull up to the clinic and uh you know, lights are on. Everybody's Mulling around the waiting room. Mm, right. Hideout download. Action. You see that? 803. You know when the clinic closed? 759. Me, I missed going to the clinic by three minutes. Which means I probably won't make that 24-hour window everybody talks about. They have to file any kind of medical claim. And I hope it's 48. I hope I'm wrong about that. But... Probably not. Um, earlier, I tried to go into a walk-in clinic that was closer to our place. I walked to the walk-in clinic. They closed at 5.30. I got there at 5.40. God doesn't want my shoulder to feel good. Thanks for yelling. We're from the yellow light, too. It's great. Um, Wasn't red. Can't prove it. It's on video. So, yeah. right now... We're going to uh, stop and get, get some beer, some Tylenol, and some Monster. Second best of Vicodin. Um, so Dubs, how would you say, do you feel like officially last night when that drunk driver pulled in front of you and your life flashed before your eyes? Do you feel that at that moment of impact when you're piece of crap conversion van probably got totaled. Here's what's pissed me off the most. That piece of crap conversion van has lasted me a good two years, maybe even more. Not breaking down once. It's a piece of but for a piece of it never left me hanging. So now I'm going to have to go into Craigslist and buy a 1982 Ranger that's going to break down on me every five minutes. And, uh, I think my rock bottom is yet to come. 
So there we go. There's where I left off that night. What ended up happening uh, today? Today I went to uh, that same clinic, went in there, um, and they took a look at my shoulder, which was the most uh, troubling, because my neck has been hurting a little bit, but it's oh, mostly yeah. been the shoulder. Sure it does. I got this on the AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. This is what happens when rednecks' unemployment benefits run out. They go straight to insurance scams. Insurance scams? A, a drunk driver hit me. What do you want me to do? Sounds planned to me. <laughs> yeah, I planned on this happening. There we have it on tape. <laughs> Isolate that. Uh, my shoulder is uh, either severely strained or torn. They have to go through. I have to go to another doctor to find out which. Uh, now, you should sue for damages because there goes your baseball career. Mm-hmm. And you could have been another Mike Bassick well, giving up a historic home run. I still i am a little upset coming in here tonight and not being flooded with phone calls thanking me for my heroic uh, attempts to do a radio show tonight. Much like the firemen and the border patrol, I should be heralded as a hero. Why would they be calling you and congratulating you and calling you a hero? You're just sitting there talking. Talking about serious things, and uh, I don't know if you know this, this is very strenuous labor. I have to carry you on my back all night long, so there's there's a lot of is that heavy a fat lifting. Joke? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of heavy lifting that goes into doing this job every Saturday night. 800-636-1067 if you'd like to congratulate Dubs. No, don't congratulate me. Just call me a hero. Um, isn't that why much. we have a holiday on Monday? Is that is that your holiday? I think they're going to turn into that. I think the old one's played out. And so, now it's time for us to freshen the, the holiday up a little bit. Can I see that bill that you tore up? Can you hand that back to me really quickly? It's in the trash. Because it seems to me... Hold on, I'll get it. It seems to me... That uh, you were going to get a hundred thousand dollar payout, like you're going to get big money now because you were hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> I don't think uh, you get a hundred thousand dollars out of it. You missed out on six figures when Free FM flipped to K Rock, mm-hmm. and that was a devastating day. Yeah, but Jesus has brought it around full circle and given you that possibility of six figures again <laughs> by destroying your kid toucher conversor van. How great is that? Life is beginning to turn around. Uh, I don't know if it, life's turning around. I haven't collected a penny yet. Oh, and... but you're gonna. I need to borrow a couple grand. <laughs> well, even if I do win money, no one's gonna know except for Wachovia. Wrong. <laughs> uh, there's a little thing called back rent. I like. Here's a new updated bill, by the way. I want to hand you now. I'm not paying you $350 per walk. That's not happening, and uh, no, that thirty-five dollar drive, like to the clinic that we just saw, uh, that costs three fifty. Now that's now three fifty. Now that you have a hundred thousand, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. I probably will not be even getting ten thousand dollars to even get a new car. Dubs, I think you've just shown us because we're in a recession right now. I think you have just shown us what we need to do to spark the economy again to accidents we need to be driving around town between the hours of one o'clock and four o'clock in the morning 
hoping that we get hit by a drunk driver. Just, so that just we driving can, outside the most popular clubs. So that we can get $100,000 payouts like you're going to get. I'm not going to get $100,000. I'd love to. By the way, CK, if we end up getting nights, just keep that $100,000 in mind. You don't have to pay dubs. So you only I'm have to not pay, getting hundred thousand. You will only have to pay my salary. And uh, even if I did, no one would know. That's all I'm, I'm asking. Keeping it secret. There's no especially way. from you. <laughs> I'm sticky gonna, finger. I'm gonna notice whenever you get a new car that all of a sudden you came in. That's all they gave me. They gave me enough to get a, a car. Wrong. Beamer. I, I, now that we're roommates, <laughs> I want to see statements. I want to see everything that goes in and out of your pockets from now on. We are on. married. You don't get half oh, yes, my money. Oh yes, we are. We may as well be, sir. You and I, we have a relationship. And although we may not sleep with each other yet, I'm entitled <laughs> to half of that money. Yet. I need part of that. I need that payout money to help me pay for my alimony. <laughs> <laughs> and you think I'm kidding. So um, if you want to keep the dog in the house. The dog stays. If you want to keep the dog in the house, it's going to buy the dog the house, the house next door. <laughs> it's going to cost you 15 grand for that dog. That's the Cody residence. And the roommate. Uh, Angela on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hi. Yeah. I also have a dog that my father paid 300 bucks for. It's a great Pyrenees and mm-hmm. I don't know. He doesn't obey me. I mean, I call him. He doesn't. He runs away. He only obeys my father and, and my stepmom. And besides that, well, my my, my dad has some, uh, uh, you know, incidents involving automobiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never drinks. But one time he was, we were driving, and he was talking to my stepmother, and a car, and he was pulled over because he was driving too fast. Angela, hold on a second, sweetie. I I remember you. You were the woman who was bipolar on medication, aren't you? Uh, yeah. You are, aren't you? Why are you just sitting at home on a Saturday night listening to the hideout? Shouldn't you be out driving somewhere, helping the economy get back on track? Uh, no. I can't drive at night. Why not? Can you wear sunglasses at night? Uh, no. No, I can't drive at night. Uh, My night vision is not good. Mm -hmm. Angela, I need you to help me out here. What is it? What do you look like? Uh, why do you ask? Because I need to get a mental picture of you. Because so far, since we returned to the hideout, you and the black Chinese mortician who called. You no, I'm not a Chinese. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a Chinese mortician. Are you a uh, what? What? What's your nationality? Filipino. You're Filipino. Yes. Wow! Congratulations. Mark yeah, that. But I was born in the U.S. Were you? Yes. What do you do for a living? I uh, uh, why you ask? I just I need to know for the government because they're listening. Yeah, uh, I don't think something. it's their, I don't think it's their business to know my business. I know, but what do you do for a living? Just tell us well, really quickly. I work for. I work for you don't have for, to say about company. You don't just just in general. I work for retail. You, you work Re- in a, you work retail. in retail. Yeah. Do you make a lot of money? Mm, Part time. Do you make enough money to buy your drugs? Uh, or do the, the does the government cover that? Well, uh, par- uh, partially. Do you have a, a Medicare D? Do you have a boyfriend? Uh, no. Why? When was the last time you were? Never. Never. You never had sex. Marriage. You're waiting for marriage. Yes. How old are you? Thirty-four. Thirty-four years old, huh? You've never been late, huh? And you're Filipino. Yes. What are you looking for in a man, Scott? Well. I don't know. I was. I thought we were talking about no, no, you know, no, no, no. his uh, his car about yeah. about you know. Let me, ask you, girl. Let, me let me hold on. Let me ask you this. 
does it make more sense? Are you looking more for a guy who maybe recently came into $100,000 in his life? I don't know. It's just that I thought you guys were talking about uh, you. The we're car, talking about uh, you. His, his near, uh, the car accident and all. All right, I'm going to need you to hold on. Put Angela on hold. Can you um, carry water in your head? <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. Come back and uh, get Angela's phone number. I think Dubs and we uh, maybe get something going. Would like to have his uh, his first girlfriend. If we return back to WJFK. Mm -hmm. By the way, you are two weeks away from being gay. We'll get into that. Dubs has not had sex coming up in six months. You can tack a week on. What? Tack a week on. You, uh... A week was... Really? Yeah. Is it one of the girls that's on your MySpace? No. Liar. No. No, I swear to God. Because you know what I did today? Hmm. I went onto your MySpace and I looked at your comments. Yeah. And I saw chicks there leaving you messages. Yeah. So I had to click on their profiles because I wanted to know who these chicks are. I was like a like a wife. I wanted to know who you're with and who you're seeing. I'm not seeing anybody. Because I get half of that $100,000, <laughs> dude, and I need to know who you're seeing behind my back. There's no $100,000 and it's going offshore. <laughs> you got a chick this past week, huh? Mm-hmm. What was that about? What happened? I'm just, uh... Angela's going to be mad you're cheating on her now. You just... No, this is before us. She has to accept my past. Where'd you meet this girl? Um, she's a friend of a co-worker. Wait a second. I know who it was. Hmm. It was that tranny that saved you in the car accident. No. Dude! That was not... (laughs) Tranny's only tack on three days. Everybody knows that. It's the hideout. Hefe dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Come on! The hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Hideout, yeah. The hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. It's FN Dubs. We're live going until 10 o'clock. Good to be with you, my friends. Good to be back in Washington, D.C. Uh, join us if you like. Phone lines are always open. 800-636-1067. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the name on there. Do once again want to remind you and also congratulate the boys, Big On Dukes. Mm -hmm. Moving on up in the world. Got the junks till 10. Uh, Big On Dukes live from 10 to 3. Dynamite, of course, from 3 to 7. Then Jim Rome takes over. Of course, you'll have the Terps games at night, Rome at night, uh, Loveline at night. And then us right here on Saturday nights uh, from 6 to 9 uh, on Saturday nights on 106.7 WJFK. Hideoutheretics.net is where people go to discuss the show. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Click on Hey Hideout, and you can see the video blogging of Dubs going off. There are a couple things we didn't play on the air, mm-hmm. and some of it's unedited as far as him and his trip to the clinic post uh, drunk driving accident. And I have uh, an interesting video 
in the works for next uh, the next video blog. And I'm very excited to debut that hopefully next week or the week after. And I still am torn on whether or not it's a video blog for a job. Why don't we just we should just uh, throw a camera on a on a blank inbox? (laughs) (laughs) There, there's your video blog on our job hunt. No new messages. (laughs) Oh boy! All right, fine then. Uh, Dubs, we're going to get into more stuff, but we got some other headlines. Let's bring out a couple headlines here, uh, and then we'll uh, get back into things here at the. uh, at the top of the hour, if you will. Don't worry about playing that over there. I'll do this over here. Whenever we do these, of course, you feel free to call in if you hear something you want to talk about. Hookers give cops freebies. Two-year study on the economics of prostitution in Chicago found that women were forced to give freebies to police officers, worked more during holidays, and vary pricing based on their customers' race, according to a study at the University of Chicago. They are paid $150 a week to participate in this. It's like Jada. working at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> the holidays are the, the peak times, and you have to give free things <laughs> to the cops. It really is. Um, about 3% of them said that they had to give them to the cops, mm. uh, give the freebies. Also, too, you had... Uh, Full-time prostitutes made an average of twenty-seven bucks an hour. That's it. That's it, man. Wow. Well, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, an I, average, not whatever they're charging, but like whatever it averaged out to is twenty-seven dollars an hour. Yeah, me and uh, Pedro and Ricky Reyes during our show uh, a few weeks ago, we were looking through Craigslist the, the uh, hookers ads, and most of them just looking for something to do after the show. Yeah, most of them were about one hundred and fifty bucks. And you think about that, like maybe that's what they work. Maybe one or two of those a day, mm-hmm. and somehow it averages out to that twenty-seven dollars an hour, which amounted to less than twenty dollars or twenty thousand dollars a year. If they had a pimp, they made a little more, even after the twenty-five percent that he took. Busiest days for sex Fridays, slowest days Mondays. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, you don't want to start your week off uh, buying a hooker. That's when you know you're you are just a degenerate. Deep into it. Yeah, I mean. So it's a Wednesday to get over the hump of uh, the week. Yeah, I can see that. Fridays to celebrate the end of the week. Yeah, that too. Uh, Sundays and Mondays, God's Day, and uh, the first day of the week. I don't think you buy a hooker. Uh, let's go to Brian in Wheaton. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, Brian? Hey, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was wondering if you guys were taking over the seven to ten slot up here once Geronimo gets off the air dude uh that was speculation i'll be honest with you we no got, one's told us nothing we got no clue uh we would love to be able to tell you yes but we don't know because i have a budding am talk career in tampa <laughs> on the verge of being the next glenn beck because this is where he started so um i don't know there's i don't know there's honestly a chance uh but i've i've been heartbroken by radio so many times in the past mm-hmm. i don't know 14 months that I can't uh, get my hopes up. So thank you for the phone call. Uh, well, I'm getting. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say I hope so because I'm getting uh, fed up with Jim Rome's phenomenal broadcasting skills. Epic. Epic. Thank you, dude. Appreciate <laughs> I'll it. See you. There you go. Um, I like Rome personally, but you know, whatever. I don't know. It's not for me to say because I'm saying Dro Silva is blowing up in Tampa, <laughs> and I got you know I got business to handle. I gotta think. To, talk to my uh, agent. In fact, my agent's gonna collect 
on your late fees for the bills that you owe me? Well, if you ever talk to our agent, tell them to talk to me, too, because uh, those have been few and far between. <laughs> uh, getting back to this study on hookers, Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, black guys were given discounts while really? white and Hispanic men were charged more. And there were seasonal spikes that also drove up the price. Condoms used just 25%. You know what? I don't want to hear about reparations anymore. You're getting them. Black men have to pay less for hookers. There you go. That's all it is. Um, I guess if you wanted to uh, throw a bear back unprotected, then... Who would ever want to do that? You you had to pay more for that. Of course you do. Right. I, I know hookers, they... They are given a bad name, but they do kind they of were, have a, a standard there. According where, to the study, they were condoms were only used twenty five percent of the time. Are you kidding me? No. Wow. I can't imagine rolling uh, without a dome with a hooker. That can't. That that would never even cross my mind as a possibility. Well, there are people. Look, I don't listen, even do that with ex girlfriends or anything like that. If you're on the streets mm-hmm. and you're looking for chicks. You probably don't care about doming it at that point. Yes, you do. Not if you're on the streets looking for a hooker. Yes, you do. I Do you know this? Yes. Who hasn't looked for a hooker? Me. You've never looked for a hooker. Not a once. I'm too afraid of disease. Exactly. I'm afraid of disease, too. That's why I dome it with one. Have you been with a hooker? No. But You I've... said you got treats this last week. It wasn't a hooker. I've definitely... What's uh, she look looked... like? Uh, she was uh, six or seven. Nothing to brag about. But was she heavy? No, no. She was skinny girl. Yeah, skinny. Did you know her? A little. Once said know her. How'd you? Work? I don't know the last name or anything like that. Is she's a friend of a friend? Yeah. How did you hook it up? Does she know about this radio show? No. So we could talk about her then. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Um, invited over to an after work party. Uh, actually, I came home first. This was Tuesday night, the night before my accident. Right. Uh, came home first, got a, a phone call saying, hey, there's a party going on So you just here. met this chick for the first time that night? Uh, met her before, never hung out. All right, someone on the AOL Instant Messenger wants to know, and that's Hideout Radio, by the way, if this is a girl that's in one of your family photos. <laughs> no, there's no family photo of her. Okay. There's no photos I know of. Of her on the internet. She's so not even you, a MySpace friend. So you just met her that night? Yeah. I guess she uh, she had taken a liking to me. Oh, from, why wouldn't she? Of course. You I'm got a, a whole bunch going on in your yeah, life. I'm a high-class dude. And she decided, what what better thing to do with a high-class dude like myself than to than to treat him? And, it, it, and then I am, uh, I am notorious and terrible about right after... Everything's I, done. Everything's done. Having a bolt. I can't stick around. I feel bad for the girl. I don't feel like I can respect her after something like that happened. I can't talk to her because I just think of what happened. So I end up leaving. Oh, wow. Look at the time. you got to be up in the morning. Dude, are you serious? Every time. There's not... I don't think... <laughs> Uh, so hold on a second. Only so one. this girl just met you at a party this last week, mm-hmm. gave you treats, and then you three just... Three minutes later, I was out the door. Literally three minutes later. <laughs> it's like you came and picked up a cake yeah. and said, thank you, I'll be leaving now. Mm-hmm. 
Tell me what she looked like. Is she was she Filipino and a virgin? Oh no, no, she wasn't some thirty-seven-year-old Filipino bipolar I got this girl. idea in my mind that white she, girl. I, did she? I got this idea in my mind that she looked like William Defoe. No, she wasn't ugly. She was like a six or seven. She wasn't anything to you know walk around in the mall with. But she was. Did she looked like anyone famous. No, other than Steve Buscemi. <laughs> She didn't have some some wind-beaten face like Steve Buscemi. She was a normal-looking girl. Uh, brunette. Really? Brown eyes. Um, That's probably all you saw. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> where did you go to do this? It was over at her place. That's where the party was. Right? So yeah, you, I say a party, I mean a very loosely. Four people watching Jackass. <laughs> so you went over there. DVD. And then you invade her home, mm-hmm. and I, I had another follow-up of line, course. but I can't say that. Everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. And then you just leave, leave, and so she's there in her shame, yes, with her mouthwash, yes. Stop it! I know. Yeah, but that—that's basically the story. And One you, week out. How do you just walk out of there like that? I have no problem doing it. I—I I just. Honestly, I can't imagine staying. I can't. What if I can't imagine what conversation would be worth staying for after something like that. But like you know, you'll sit there and say, Hey, what are your hopes and dreams? No. Why would I? I have I have no want for a future with this this uh skank. Are you man, that's not right. It's true though. I have I have no want to be with her. Like, Why on, would I stick around? Like, honestly. Because sometimes you want to go back to the whale. Or whale, I, in this case. It's not a whale. She was, she was not fat at all. She didn't look like anyone famous. Not that I can think of. If she looked like anybody famous, she wouldn't be... Doing that yeah. to you? Yeah. Uh, like, in total of minutes, how, how long did you know her? In total of minutes? Is it, like, Like, uh, like actually... Talking to her, knowing her? Like, is it Cloverfield minutes, or are we talking Dances with Wolves minutes? Cloverfield. You know about 90 minutes? And Probably. She took, did you go into her bedroom? Or yeah. It, how does that happen? Like, what's the conversation? Did she say, hey, do you want to come see my bedroom? I don't think it, it was more of a... Or did you go over there knowing that was going to happen? Um, I knew there was a possibility of that. I wouldn't have left... Uh, to go over to some party at 2 a.m. if I didn't know there was a possibility of something like that. Because I was given a heads up that this girl was interested. Yeah. Beforehand. I right, let me I, I'm sorry, I gotta talk. I gotta I gotta know because I don't Why? You've, it's the it's the hideout. You've never done something like this before? 106.7 WJFK. Oh, we gotta break. Alright, let's break. I, no. Well yes, I did once. It's it there's no really explaining how it happens. It just happens. But I want to know, like, the look on her face when you when you zip up and leave. It's, uh, all right, I'll talk to you later. I, I'm sure there's something going on back in her mind, like, oh. What does what? she say? Like, do you want to stay the night? No. She's like, it was, it was like uncomfortable silence. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, oh. then I'm like, well, okay, uh, I got to get up in the morning. Oh, my God. So I'll be talking with you. Does this happen all the time? I mean, do other guys... I don't do this, so I don't know. Yeah, it's happening more than 
a baker's dozen. All right, now I'm hungry. You're talking about baker's dozen. I got a cupcake. We'll take a break. Come back. Dubs is... I actually am a little ashamed of you, bro. Why? Because, man. It's, it's a seems, normal thing. It seems like you don't treat women with respect. I do. Just not... I, all. I just... I don't have to... Why do, why do I have to treat all women with respect? Only the ones I like. But the ones that will do that... To, I would at least assume, because you've gone so long without being intimate, that you would at least try to have, like, a business relationship so that you could keep I going back I don't think that's there. off the table. I get, can we get this girl on the phone? Do you have her phone number? No. You don't even have her phone number? No. Why would I? You're amazing, dude. I'm, I'm like, in awe and also shocked. It, this is my Iraq. <laughs> that's your shock and awe? It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Were you guys with me 13 or 14 more times? I'm out of here. You're in, in the hideout. Yeah. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. That's Dubs. What? Welcome back into the hideout. Last hour. I'm here on a Saturday night. Giving you a bonus. Running a little late. Congrats to the Terps knocking off. North Carolina in a thriller. Uh, what I'm calling upset weekend. Patriots will lose tomorrow. Dubs finally was with a woman this week for the first time in just about six months. Congratulations to everyone around. Yeah. Uh, Milestone week. 106.7 WJFK. I, uh, that's Dubs. I'm happy. Dubs also in a horrific car accident. Yeah, I've hit by a drunk driver, shoulder, uh, either severely strained or torn, I found out today. Going to get $100,000. You know, they've got me on the doubtful list, uh, and they might place me on AR, uh, IR. And I'm going to so. get 50 of that $100,000. I'm really excited no, about that. Are. I'm not getting any money, and if I do, you aren't finding out about it. So, anyway, that's before the break. Um, we were talking about Dubs and his, like he was with a chick. And he mm -hmm. just went over to her house and she did stuff to him and he uh, immediately left. And we uh, continued, Three minutes later, probably. And we continued talking about it during the commercial break. And the only reason I'm so interested in this is because, A, I am not the kind of guy who could just... I did it once and it was awful. And But you seem to have a pattern yeah, of I, being I, with chicks and like leaving. And then you were telling me something else off the air. On uh, what part? Because I don't know what the I can talk about. The part where you were with yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's the same no matter what. After I'm done with my business. With yourself? Yeah. Which, it, how it, long does it take? It, oh, I have a problem. Um, it, if I'm going myself, about an hour and a half. That is, that is ludicrous. Yeah, it, it, it is crazy. And it, it, I have some kind of odd, I don't know, ritual or addiction where I can't... I can't get to that point until I find a like, guy. No, the perfect uh, clip to watch or the perfect uh, uh, thing that I want to be, have in my head at that moment. And after I'm done, I realize it doesn't matter what was what, what the last clip was. You know, it, it, I don't know why I was I needed that clip, but um, the next time I go through that same thing all over again. And then whenever you're with a woman, which is happening now once every six months. Could happen more. You immediately leave. Yeah. Well, 
I don't want just like when I'm running a batch after I'm done, I don't know why I did it. You know, I don't know why I, you know, deep what, guilt? all that. No, there's no guilt. It's just kind of disgust. You have this weird disconnect when it comes to sex. Yeah. Very odd disconnect. That's how I uh, term it, too. Do you worried about it at all? No. I'm happy with my my problems. <laughs> Me and my problems have a friendship. I'm very intrigued to see if that shit comes back to you or not. I, I don't think it'll be a problem. Wow, man. Good for you. I just could never do something like that. I mean, yeah. Why not? Why, I, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I have this thing where I don't, you know, I, I don't, I would feel bad if I did that with a chick. Because I think so lowly of myself. And I think the, that's part of my problem, and too. And the fact that she would do that, I would almost, like, want to thank her and, like, give her money. And no, I mean, like, I pity. I go, oh. But see, yours is the complete opposite. Yours is a pity thing. I'm a grateful, wow, I'll sit here and listen to your problems thing. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Because then I would feel bad. I would be like, wow, I really took advantage of of this just emotionally layered issue. Yeah, <laughs> mess. See, I, there's plausible <laughs> denial in my thing of when I leave and I don't know what kind of backstory I'm dealing with. Wow, man. Um, you wouldn't really tell me any more about what she looked like off the air. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, about 115, 120 pounds. I would say five five. Right. Um, brown hair, brown eyes, uh, kind of long face, <laughs> like a prize-winning horse. All right. <laughs> well, no wonder you didn't want to stick around then. Uh, it yeah, goes with that. Throw a big tall hat on her. She'd look like Lincoln. <laughs> with the little fuzzies on the yeah. uh, the burns there too. Whatever. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Now it's funny because you said you guys all got together for a little party, right? Yeah, there was a party going on. I was invited over. And what we all don't? They literally watching Jackass, yeah. watching movies, drinking, doing other curricular activities, extracurricular activities. So there was some drugs going. Oh on. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I, I think like her and the friend were talking. You know later. And there was the conversation. Hey, invite so and so over. Did you talk? Have you talked to your friend since and found out no, what I she worked. said? I because of the accident and everything. I I only worked uh, over at that that uh, that job one time since. So I got gotcha. you. Fair enough. Now, when you say everyone was doing like drugs and stuff, yeah, nothing hard or heavy. No heroin or did y'all <laughs> angel dust or anything crazy like that? Did, did, was there like because we we were driving in today to do the show mm-hmm. and we were listening to the band Clutch. Yeah, and you used, you were talking about how it took you back to your high school days. Yeah, and uh, that's one of those bands that was a lot better when I would smoke pot. You know, it, it, that just reminded me of when I used to smoke a lot of pot. Uh, this is my this is my life in high school. I listened to one of my bands, Clutch being one of them. Smoke pot, find a magazine, run a batch, go to sleep. That was my day during the summer when I didn't have school. Right, and uh, you know, and, and at that point. I don't know if this is even more depraved than what I do now. Like I could run one to basically anything. Like I would, uh, my mom's boyfriend got these Adam and Eve catalogs that you could buy different videos uh, from Adam and Eve, uh, the uh, the adult video provider. So they'd have like ads for the videos, 
in that magazine. You were just doing it the ads? And they had that really bad pixelated thing over the areas and anything showing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'd run batches to a lot. Now, getting back to this, though, you guys would always get... Like you said, Clutch, though, was one of those bands mm-hmm. that... Like, that's a kind of a pop band. Yeah, a lot right? better when you were on pot. Pop, pot rock, almost. Yeah. Um, there are another band like that for me, and like since I since I've stopped smoking pot, um, since the car accident. <laughs> no, I haven't smoked pot in years. Uh, one of those bands that was that was great when you're on pot, but then after you're done with it, you can't imagine listening to that band or buying a CD. The Doors, the Doors were. I can't. I was when I was doing drugs a lot. I didn't think there's a better band in the world. Really? I, I didn't know why. More people weren't listening to these guys 24 hours a day. Why they just didn't have one station playing it nonstop? Now, see, this is very interesting because I've never done drugs before. Mm-hmm. I've never done, except for when I had my colonoscopy, and they were great. Uh, but I've never, so I've never had an appreciation for the Doors, and I always thought they were overrated. No, and I, I wonder if it's because of the fact that I never smoked pot before. Yeah, because if you did, you would love the Doors. Every every friend that I know that smoked pot, we would love just to turn on the Doors. That's why I think I don't like Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd is a great band no matter what. I don't have a problem listening to them uh, now, which the Doors I, I can't listen to now. 800-636-1067. Does the Dead also fall into that category, I too? never got into them, but I would imagine so, yeah. Because I know a buddy of ours who's a big, you know, he's a self-proclaimed deadhead. Uh, yeah, he was getting high all the time, mm. and that was part of the allure of that. See, I'm wondering, too, if like that's kind of the thing with rap nowadays. Like, before, gangster rap was pretty... You know, it was pretty hard, but now, you know, I don't know what like a soldier boy. Do you do you appreciate that if you're if you're high? Is there maybe? More a, is there more? I can't. A, I, that, I like, I'm not gonna lie. I like that song. Do you that. really? It's kind of. I think he's from Texas, so it kind of has that southern hip hop feel. You like anything Texas? It's I do. Of course. No. Why not? Why wouldn't I? I'm from Could Texas. Could be a Homer. Well, whatever. I kind of like that, but I like kind of that southern rap. But I'm just wondering though, if there are other like. Pot rock bands, essentially, because I don't know this. Give me another one of these. Another pot rock band uh, for me, Journey. Journey, now that's always great. No matter what, I can be as sober as they come, and I can love it. Uh, lights go down in the city, or don't stop believing. Which, by the way, Dubs was cranking way before the Sopranos thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was. That was my ringtone two years before the Sopranos finale. So yeah. He's ripping you off. Yeah, I just always find... Oh, by the way, speaking of music really quickly, I found this story. Uh, here's a hideout download for you really quickly. Hideout download. I'm sorry, this mouse is god-awful. No, that's all right. Go ahead. I'll try. Here you go. Hideout download. Do you get a seizure listening to this? A Canadian bank worker says every time she listened to Sean Paul's temperature, she suffered an epileptic seizure. Stacy Gale says doctors diagnosed her with musicogenic epilepsy, where a specific song triggers a reaction in the brain. They started out slow, but then I started having seizures up to four times a week, at least four times a week, sometimes more. Uh, I don't have a seizure, but I bang my head against the wall because <laughs> Sean Paul sucks. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe all these girls we see doing the Beyonce bounce are just having a seizure. Maybe that's they, it's completely involuntary. Right. We're wondering how they're doing it, but they don't even know they're doing it. That's so funny. That because uh, what was the what was it? Lisa Gibbons or somebody like some people? She would set off seizures 
for uh, for people whenever they heard her voice. I remember that. Really? Somebody like on Entertainment Tonight. Absolutely. <sighs> I, I've never heard of a selective seizure thing. I've heard of people having seizures whenever they hear like a loud bang or something like that because it just shocks their, their system. But just a certain song. Right. I guess uh, certain songs make people feel different things, so that one makes me want to throw up a little bit in my mouth. But <laughs> uh, th By the way, speaking of like artists and mm -hmm. music and stuff, the whole thing that came out this week, the entertainers were labeled in the steroid report, like Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Timberland, uh, Wyclef Jean, all these guys who were taking a human growth hormone. Um, I, I just... I remember seeing Timberland on the VMAs mm -hmm. because um, that was the VMAs that everyone watched because Britney made her comeback and then at the end Timberland like you know spun records and stuff and the dude was huge. I mean he was jacked and I guess VMAs could mess with any of them still. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because I mean just because you're big like that doesn't mean that you can fight. No, sick the dogs on. Um, but it is kind of interesting though that like all this stuff is being made about human growth hormone and steroids and things like that. But these are people that are trying to make their bodies better, and the government's putting a stop to it. Yet you have all these people that's putting crap into their bodies and nothing's being done about it. Yeah, I, I, would, I would be in support of human growth hormones being banned if Hostess was being banned at the same time. If they were getting rid of Little Debbie and uh, human growth hormones kind of balancing it out, all right, then Those we're doing something. Those zebra cakes are infinitely more dangerous for you mm -hmm. than a shot of HGH. Yeah, you know, a uh, Swiss cake roll will will put on worse things under your heart and sides than uh, human growth hormone. Again, I'm starving. Uh, 800-636-1067. And that just kind of like popped into my head because you know I'm so pro-steroids. Mm -hmm. And now, too, with this whole thing of HGH, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, the government is so involved from keeping people looking like action figures, yet we have no problem with them looking like dumplings. I think like white dumplings. people are doing these drugs, too. I don't think it's... I said action figures. Oh. Action figures. <laughs> And a bit of breaking news here in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. As Hollywood Dealson's message to striking writers, apparently the uh, directors, movie and television directors, have agreed to a new contract with the production companies. And the pretty much message is now is not the time to get hung up on new media, which is mm -hmm. the battleground as far as the Internet and DVD sales and that kind of stuff, and the writers wanting their take, which they absolutely should get their take. Um, they say, finally, it appears that there will at least begin talks again when it comes to the writers and when it comes to the uh, the companies and maybe a possibility at some point of us getting quality television. Back. I'm a little split on this because, you know, I do want the writers to come back and start their stuff, but I also want to give you your news. This bit again. Pepe, how are you doing tonight? You ready for some news? Ready to go home now. Uh, we got another half hour to go, and we got some news for me to feed you. Magic Johnson, he's back in the news. He's been kind of laying low for a long time now, but he's out there endorsing Hillary Clinton. Who won today in Nevada? Yep. Uh, 
he's a basketball player. I don't really think this uh, this endorsement holds much weight. That an age joke? Mm-hmm. Isn't it the same age joke you've been doing? Because of wearing thin on you? sense i don't think i mean we've come so far as far as the treatment of hiv and aids i don't understand where that's even supposed to be funny uh, let's talk about something real though the fact that okay. hillary has a very decisive let me give you the stinny on hillary hillary clinton uh she says she may take an advocacy group to uh to court because of a uh, ad that they ran in nevada calling her racist, basically. So she says she might go to court and file a pantsuit on him. Uh. A pantsuit? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yep. Hate you. What's interesting, I watched Bill Maher today. Uh, I love Bill Maher, and I love Real Time of Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he has scabs or somebody working for him because he had some jokes that were really funny. I see what an amateur puts together. I'm living where? I'm living what an amateur puts together. Don't down your girlfriend during this bit, okay? It's time to be celebrated, all right? More court news, Hefe. I'd rather not. Lindsay Lohan, she's been court-ordered to work in a morgue because of her DUI runnings. I guess she really can't get away from that whole dead lay stereotype. Is that even a stereotype? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't figure that she'd be a bad lay. Check out PerseHilton.com sometime. Perez Hilton? Perez. Never heard of it. I'm a man. I have a sack. I like those cars driving around that people are upset about with the genitalia on the outside. So that's the news. Yeah. I hate you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hideout here on a Saturday night. 800-636-1067. Dubs, unfortunately, alive. You know, it would have been worth it for you to be severely disfigured. In that drunken driving accident, just so I wouldn't have to hear just give me this again. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. The Hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The Hideout. We heard you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. Wrapping it up on a Saturday night, it is the Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. Don't sleep on it. Yeah. Poor Manny hadn't been busy tonight. Mm-hmm. Intern Manny, or I don't know, I guess he's not an intern anymore. I guess he was an intern and working there, yeah, doing his thing. Uh, we don't uh, say this very often, but we're in Tampa doing this show, and uh, Punani and Manny handling things there in uh, 10 800 Main Street in Fairfax. I guess Manny brought in his girlfriend tonight, 
Which is cool. I remember those days. Got know. plenty of time to hang out with her. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder if, like, it's his girlfriend or if it's, like, hey, like a chick he's working. So, like, hey, you want to come up to the radio station? And they just sit there staring at blank phones. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, baby, you want to come see the radio station? And then they just sit Gotta there. Got to run Bortz, baby. Yeah. And they just <laughs> sit there watch you spinning tunes and talking mm. for 10 seconds oh, on a song. Oh, God. That yeah. Was- hey, hold on. I got I to gotta intro this. This new Green Day. Check this out. Who's that? It's Manny. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up? Um, actually, my girlfriend works for uh, 99.1. El ah. Sol. Oh, El Sol. Yeah. Simply the fiesta. Joe, <laughs> I mean, Hefe, you worked there for a little bit, right? Yeah, I worked at El Sol. She's actually a production director. Ooh. Ooh look at her. Oh, so she knows about radio. Yeah, there. she knows what's up. Um. Yeah, I, I worked over there for a little while after the whole flip. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right immediately after. After what began the downfall of our careers, mm-hmm. and I went over tells. Well, tell her to tell Pedro and Maricela, I believe it is. Hello, and they probably don't remember me, but uh, nonetheless. Well, cool, man. Well, good for you. Hey, um, I wanted to mention this uh, very quickly because I was talking to Pedro on the instant messenger here. Yeah, uh, hideout radio, and. He brings up a very interesting point. Dubs. Yes. We may have a final destination thing going on here. You probably were meant to die in that car crash when you were hit by that drunk driver. So you should not be going to a theme park or getting on a plane anytime soon. I don't plan on it. Because death is now chasing you because you eluded death once. And maybe death is trying to get you back because the girl that gave you treats earlier this week might have had something. So this might be an actual thing that's I'm going. Gonna, you I, said she was real skinny. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that that's a possibility. I mean, I rolled the dice a lot of times on that that uh, that area. But uh, I'm just worried because I rode in the car with you. So does that mean somehow? Because you know how it is whenever the the person escapes death originally. Then their friends end up dying. I just don't want to be a bystander in what should have taken your life. You just want to be a bisexual. And uh, social norms won't allow it. That's not at all what I'm going for. Uh, 800-636-1067. But it is, um, it is going to be interesting to see if you survive the year. Oh, well, I'll, be, I'll be here for 2009. That's too bad. Why? I was just looking for a change. Um, may I have to stick with that Dro Silva thing, no matter what happens in D.C. Eight hundred six. I know there's a there's a perfect uh, bounce off guy for you in there, and Jay Johnson, who's also <laughs> working at WWBA. That guy's even worse because he can't be funny, huh? <laughs> um, He's riveting. Hey, so big sports weekend. You know, it started off upset weekend, like I've talked about with the Terps beating the Tar Heels today. Mm. Big news, uh, shaking the world. Tomorrow it's going to continue with the Patriots losing to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you. Giants, they taking out the Packers? No, I'm picking the Packers. Are you going to be able to watch the game? Yeah. Is that That's the late game, right? I believe so. We're going to be on the air. Mm-hmm. So you won't be able to watch the game. Yeah, there's a TV in here. But at the same time, um, 
like, did you hear, I mean, I'm sure everybody heard about this. I'm sure that was covered on, on JFK. Mm. The, the dad, who's a Packers fan, that taped his kid. He, what, taped his kid to a chair with the, with the jersey on? Yeah. All right, we got, do we have a hideout download on this one? Yes, we do. All right, cool. And Dubs, turn me up. There you go. Hideout download. The recent Packer pride puts an area man in trouble with the law. Officials in Columbia County say one man's enthusiasm for the Packers may have put his son's welfare in jeopardy. Our Andy Choi joins us from the news center with the latest. Andy? Well, during Saturday's playoff game against the Seahawks, Columbia County Sheriff's deputies responded to a call from a woman, woman, woman reporting her seven-year-old had been abused. The mother told officers her husband forced their son to wear a Green Bay Packers jersey after the boy refused. Now, the woman alleges her husband restrained the boy with tape for about an hour. Police arrested this man, 36-year-old Matthew Kowald of Partyville, Cited with disorderly conduct, Kowald was also initially arrested on felony charges of causing mental harm to a child and false imprisonment. However, those charges were dropped by the DA. The disorderly conduct citation remains. Now, Kowald defended his actions today. Speaking with News 3 by phone, he told us he was joking around. The kids, one of the things they all they all know is that I love the Packers, and it was just a joke, you know, like, oh, he, I'm not wearing it because you like them, Dad. And I said, yeah, you are, and then I had it on, like I said, and then he, the shirt was off. You know, once once we took it off, the shirt was off. We spoke with the district attorney, Jane Colway. She says there is no physical injury to the boy as far as permanent emotional damage. She says there is no evidence to warrant further evaluation. That said, Colway says, quote, I am in no way condoning this action by a parent, but I have to follow what the law says. Now, for his actions, Kowald was fined $186 for his disorderly conduct citation. Andy Choi reporting from the newsroom tonight. Andy, thanks. Wow. Just let the kid wear a skirt. That's all he wants in life. He wants the pretty dress and uh, nice makeup and just give it to the kid. You, you, you don't need to force him to be hetero. What would you do if your kid was... Um, Wasn't a Lions fan? Like a rat, I'd eat him. Like I, like he was a retarded rat baby. I would just devour him. There's no way I can have a, a, a son that's not a fan of the Lions. That's the only thing I have in common with my dad. I was going to say, that is so true, because when you think about the relationships with your father, the most of us, Mm. it is, you're talking about the weather, and you're talking about the hometown team. Yep. And if it weren't for those two things... You have nothing in common. Yeah. And so here, this, you know, this father... He's trying to save his relationship with his son. He knows, as years go by, they'll have less and less in common, and those sports teams... Hold the bond of father and son together. Right. Now, it, it is, um... Yeah, I, Who's he going to root for? Brian Boitano? This little fruit? I think about it, too. Like, all the teams that my dad liked, I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Texas Rangers, growing up in Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if my dad was a huge Cowboys fan. You aren't a huge one, either. No, I'm really not. I mean, I, I don't... You, you follow him, but you aren't like, you know, I can't miss a game. No, not at all. I'm that way about the Mavericks. Yeah. But, wow, that is, like, would it be a slap in the face if all of us, if your kid's rooting for the Bears or the Packers? Oh, yeah. If my, if my kid picked uh, another NFC North team or an AFC team, period... I can, I can deal with them. He'd have to go live with grandma. 
<laughs> and I know it sounds weird, but because you know sometimes kids will rebel. Like you'll rebel against your parents' politics. Get a mohawk, kid. Get rebel that way. Don't start wearing other jerseys. It really does hurt. Yeah. It is a legitimate slap in the face when that happens. Um, 800-636-1067. So this guy had to pay, what, a fine or something? I don't even... I, I think it was a fine, but they were they are not going into any further um, like uh, neglect or uh, abuse charges with the dad because it, it, it was a joke. It was a... There was a lot of truth to that joke, just like most jokes. You know, there's a lot of, I think, worry in the in the father's mind. But I don't think it was anything dangerous. I think it was healthy, actually. How how much do you think fathers worry about their kids being gay? A lot. I, I think that's one of the things that, and nothing. There's nothing wrong with gay people, but you want if you're a straight guy. You want to live vicariously through your son and see him do the stuff you always wanted to do. And him being gay, that takes the dating a supermodel out of the equation. Because I know my daddy was even worried about me. Really? Yeah. Because I was kind of a late bloomer and I didn't get a girlfriend till the age of like 15. And, no, maybe even 16. Damn. I don't think I kissed a girl until I was 16. And I know when I finally did, he was stoked. Like, he was like, all right. <laughs> but then my first two girlfriends played softball. And they, mo- they both ended up being gay. Both of them? I'm pretty sh- I know one of them definitely did. And I'm pretty sure the other one did. She had a big ass and I don't know. Why did you pick the, uh, the uh, wide-shouldered girls? You know, they weren't wide-shouldered. They just said they had really big asses. Real big asses, wore visors. A lot of, a lot of they, chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah. The of, prototypical... Uh, a lot of dirt behind the knees. Yeah. What, what was about them? What, what, did you like their dominance or something over you? They could do squats. Ew. I don't know what... I'll be honest with you. I don't know what it was. I'm drawn to big asses. I think my girlfriend went to go get cat food. So my girlfriend has a nice big ass. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever been with a girl that didn't have a nice, luscious booty. Juicy? That's how you like them? Um, that's the black man in me. No, that was the other night. Stop it. Dump that. What? You got to dump that. You do. In reference. There, dump there was a long enough uh, no, gap there in between. Wasn't. Now you're, now you're sure explaining. You... And now, yes, you have to. But if you have left it as is, it still should have been dumped. No. 800-636-1067. But yeah, now I really think about it. Like I've never dated a girl that had no ass. Like they they do not interest me. I look at them almost like they have scabies or something. Like they're like if they had a girl with no ass, may as well have scabs around her lips. <laughs> and I mean that in all sincerity. The ass means nothing to me. Um, I tend to be more of a boob guy. But even then, because your can mom, look... your mom has these. She has udders. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Just leather bags. Yeah, she has Louis Vuittons hanging from her chest. With curdled milk. Uh, it's from all the tanning. Right, let's go to Rice on line one. I believe it's Condoleezza. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, yeah, this is Rice. Um, like, father's trying to deal with your son as gays. 
Mm. Like, my dad would totally lose it. Like, he couldn't even take my brother wearing a cheerleader's outfit for Halloween. Wouldn't even face him. I don't and know his, why guys do that anyway. Why do you guys feel like they have to dress up like girls I think, on Halloween? I, think there's something I, I don't know. Like, I, think, I had a problem with it. I wanted to slap my brother in the face. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Here's, right. here's the interesting thing, though. Thank you for your tolerance. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I wanted to beat him up and throw him down a well. I wanted to gay bash my own brother. What's wrong with you people? It's just a dress. And that's what's funny, because everyone does want to do it. At some point, every guy wants to get into a girl's uniform. I've never... An outfit. I've never felt the need to. You never put on your stepmother's panties? No. Me either. <laughs> My stepmother's like 65. Oh, well, whatever. Sure. Uh, my girlfriend obviously did not go get cat food. I don't have a big ass. <laughs> you don't have a nice ass. I do, though. I like I like girls that are thick in the bottom. What does that say about me, though? That's a black thing. You're black! My name's Dro. Of no, course. it's not! Of course it's I am. Alejandro. Well, whatever. Just so you take three letters out of it. Semantics. Your name's Han. I always wanted to be Han Solo, so I could roll with that one, too. Jesus. But you're more boobs, huh? Boobs, yeah. I mean, but those don't even matter to me. It can be anything. And, and that's what's really odd is we look at you and the whole situation of your entire show as we look back on dubs, if you're listening to this in the podcast. Hmm? Uh... My problem with you is how disconnected you are from what from that girls. That I'm not so drink. shallow that I need one body part to be a certain way. I don't think that's shallow. That's I, shallow. I think that's liking what you like. You don't care. Okay. You yeah, just I, want a being. You want something warm. Hitler there. liked what he liked. Did that make it okay? That makes absolutely no sense. You just You'd like to burn every girl without not a, a well-shaped ass. You... Wow. You turn are just looking for something warm on the other side of the glory hole, and you don't care what it is. And I most certainly do care what it is. Not enough to stop me, but I do care. I do have preferences, but it doesn't it's not the end all be all. And I and, and what's interesting is Oh dude. That he's serious. Here I would have married a chick that I met today. I didn't even meet her. You were you were telling me this before the show. Yeah, I didn't even meet her, but I saw her in the waiting room at the uh, doctor's office. She had the flu, which even turned me on even more because it gave me this whole picture of all right. She's probably about twenty two, you know, kind of serostitute-ish, which I don't. I'm not really turned on by serostitutes, sorority girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. She got up to go to the bathroom, and I saw her walk by me, and she had a stump for a hand. No hand. Completely uh, Captain Hook. No, nothing there. Just a stump. And I, I was just so turned on. And if she was still in the waiting room when I left, I was going to like pass by a number or something, do something, because I didn't want to pass up this opportunity, which I, I didn't get the second going with the opportunity. But there, there was just something, I, I, I need something wrong with girls a lot of times to really make it worth it. It's kind of a checklist for me where I can go on and on with all these stories of how, you know, I got a girl with a gator <laughs> arm, I got a girl with a stump, you know. Um, but 
it it was just such a turn on to, for me to think this girl has a running nose right now, and how much of a pain in the ass it has to be to blow that nose with one hand. <laughs> it just must be unending, just wiping with one hand, and then you know trying to find uh, you know a clean tissue with the stump, and then getting the other hand in there. It, it it's a turn on for me, and I don't know why. There has to be something wrong with the girl for me to like her. Well, because you feel like there's something wrong with you. No, it's a. It, it, because then you no, feel like sex, a match. sex is a scavenger hunt for me. I so you're a predator. Kinda. I'll admit to that. I need something wrong with the girl so I can mark it off my list. And yes, I do have a mental list of what I need to get. All right, give me a quick, quick, quick list. Uh, I need. Uh, Did you approach that girl then? With no, the stump? I was going to. But she was already in the doctor's office when I was leaving uh, the place. She was behind me in line. Right. So I was, because afterwards, everybody waits in the same area for, I, their, for I, their prescriptions. And my, my, my uh, meeting there with the doctor was very fast. I thought it was going to take longer, and we would get out right about the same time. And I was going to be able to wait in line for the prescriptions right near her. And then I was going to, you know, try to pass along a number or, you know, get something going. Right. But, yeah, she uh, she wasn't there, so I didn't get to do it. And I know I've, I missed out on something there, something very special. You could, huh? You could. What would you, what, all right, let me ask you this. Would, I just want to when feel you, that stump gripping around on my back. I really do. And I'm not even to, kidding. Where she's only able she's to She's scratching with one hand. And just and rubbing. She's, Bumping me with the, like with the she, stump. Like she tried to start a fire on your back? Yeah. And that stump is a stick and your back is flint? Doesn't that turn you on? Not at all. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Why would I be kidding? God, you can just get different attachments for the hand. I have a, I have all these plans for her. And I'll never get to meet her again. Have you ever thought about meeting a girl that was pretty good? I, and then cutting her hand off? So I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I have looked online for, like, paraplegic uh, dating sites. They just aren't out there. There have to be. I can't find them. So from now on, if anyone ever sends you a link to porn or even buys you porn, you would prefer things that are non-traditional. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The regular stuff doesn't do it for me anymore. So you look at a lady or a woman like Angelina Jolie or even just a regular old hot chick, whoever people would consider hot chicks. I have no problem doing it, but... I, but it's not your fantasy. It's not my fantasy, and I, it wouldn't be something I'd be running around telling people. I'd be like, yeah, I got laid last night. She was pretty hot. But I would, I would have such a long, exciting story about Stump Girl. Because there was this one time when we were in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It was what? The Warp, Warp Tour. Warp Tour. And... There was this really hot girl with two T-Rex arms. Yeah, not, not just one T-Rex arm, which turns me on in itself. But she had two T-Rex arms running around like Velociraptor. And you're chasing her. You're like stalking. Clever girl. You're stalking her around the Warp Tour. Yes. I wish I would have caught up with her, too. Who touched you with a broomstick? No one. Are you sure? No one. Why... This has nothing to do with uh, molestation at all. I think this is actually very healthy. 
So you're looking for someone like Paul McCartney's ex-wife. Yeah. Lucky he- guy. Heather Mills. Heather Mills, yeah. See, most people look at Paul McCartney like, what were you thinking, dude? You, on the other hand, were like, oh, my God. You know what you're doing, Paul. And you're dead serious. Oh, 100%. There's nothing I would like more. Yeah, I don't know, like, even double jointed would work for me. Like, maybe a girl who has, like, a, a propeller knee that just swings around in a circle at all times. No control over it. <laughs> well, you don't want us to get nights at JFK, then. Why not? Because there are too many normal girls in D.C. Oh. in business suits. Yeah, in D.C. Where? I can go to McLean. <laughs> I'm going to the bridge. Yes. Where the freaks are. I was going to say, we're in Florida. I know. This is this is the freak hub of the world. I need to go to where Lobster Boy lives, which is only about 15 minutes away from where we live. Lobster Boy, really? Yeah, the, the whole uh, carnival town where all the carnies go to die. There's a whole town of that. Man, that sounds like your like where Emmanuel visits space, mm-hmm. Dubs visits Carnyland. Yeah. Video blog that. I'd love to. If anybody knows some deformed girl in the Florida area. <laughs> or even D.C. Yeah, and you guys plan on going on a spring break. Send her my way. How? I'm just afraid of what happens when you get your $100,000 payout from this drunk driving accident. I'm doing some hostile type thing. <laughs> you, I bet you would. You would take hostile to a whole other level. Yeah. Here's a hot chick who could be hotter. Let me cut her arm off. If I added a horn on her head, I'd cut her foot off and fashion a horn out of that. Turn into a unicorn. You just set our careers back. Why? Because who's going to hire us now when you're talking about these fetishes you have? Who wouldn't hire us? This is gold you can have. I'll videotape it. I'll I'll do... You want to talk about a video blog? I wouldn't do regular porn. I would do that porn. Really? Yeah. We could probably set that up for you. Yeah. All right, there it goes. That was the hideout. There's a lot of dubs tonight. Yeah. That's why I feel it was a bad show. show. Do check out the website, hideoutradio.com. You click on Hey Hideout. That is the video blog of Dubs trying to go to the clinic post-drunk driving accident. We're going to continue to do other video blogs, hopefully get those up on WJFK.com instead of just on uh, the MySpace page. Uh, Also, too, uh, constantly checking our MySpace pages for the other radio shoes that we do. They're not nearly as fun or in-depth as this one was. <laughs> but you'll learn a lot about politics in yes. Florida politics. Other than that, my friends, it was a joy. Once again, congratulations to the boys, Big O and Dukes, taking over the midday slot after the junks from 10 to 3. And then, of course, Donna Mike. You got Rome, Terps, basketball occasionally, and also to Loveline at night. And we're back here Saturday nights at 6 o'clock, 6 to 9. Uh, hideoutradio.com, anything else, Dubs? We're good. Talk about the show. Get old shows on hideoutheretics.net. Tell a friend. That is hideoutheretics.net.
Net. Just find out your be- your favorite uh, segments on the podcast. Pass it on to a friend. Tell him to listen every Saturday here on WJFK. Or not. Whatever. Uh, I almost seem like we're begging. I don't mind begging. Yeah, but tell ten friends. Uh, until next time. Ain't too proud to beg, y'all. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.